0: Good morning good people Welcome to ADZ Sports Live I am your host Will Skywalker Still, Yes indeed Yes indeed We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter We back I must say I had a good break I had a very nice break Well deserved I think break uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday, your Thanksgiving Minus Yeah no. Minus that, wait, 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 that, minus that, hope you enjoyed your, your Thanksgiving, and your holiday, your Black Friday, which y'all go get, Would y'all shop, I really didn't do any shopping, today is my day to shop, I'm a Cyber Monday kind of guy, you know, Cyber Monday kind of guy, but, we're back, we're back to business, we're back to trying to figure out what the hell happened with the Cowboys in November, was not a good month, y'all. It was not a good month. But I think December's around the corner, and believe it or not, the Cowboys in December in the Dak-Zeke era have been pretty damn good. So we're going to talk about some of the key factors in that loss on Thanksgiving. I know I hate to kind of go back on y'all, but I was off on Friday trying to enjoy the holiday and kind of re-energizing, recharging, and uh, getting ready for this December, January, maybe February uh run for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh it was nice to do that. So I hope y'all had I mean I hope y'all enjoyed y'all break, man. I, I know I wasn't here, but I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I'm back. Uh what's going on, Sin City? Appreciate the donation already off the top. Super chat. He says top of the morning, six ish West Coast time. <laughs> yeah, it's more like eight thirty ish over here. Uh Mike Harris, Tom Downey burner account T C nine one five. And I got you Tom Downey. I know you, you dropped a uh I think it was a. $5 in a donation. I got you, brother. One second. James, Amanda, Frankie Franchise, B-Bird. What's up, B-Bird? Jeremy, uh, Tim Garcia on Facebook. Dario, Stevie Mac, the God, Guy. Tamara, Amanda Brown, uh, Flo. What's going on, Flo? Tavis, my guy from 717. CJ Richards, uh, he says, Sky, on behalf of everybody, I say, I hope you enjoyed your holiday, and we missed you. Thank you, brother. I missed you guys as well, and I hope you enjoyed your holiday, um, CJ. We got Peter in the building. Let me get over here on YouTube. Stevie Mac, the Mod God, uh, Jeremy Parker, Adams, James Simmons, Tony Peters, Nick, my pops in the building, and the many more that will be coming through. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you all tune in. And if you miss it, as I always say, hashtag Run It Squad, or I'll upload the audio after the show. Uh, Tom Downey already with a question with the $5 donation. Super chat. He said he asked Mo last night, by the way, if I'm not on, usually Mo will be. So make sure y'all check out uh, Mauricio Rodriguez on A to Z Sports Primetime. He says, why is it when standards and expectations are high? This team for 26 years consistently folds. This is a trend I won't end. Uh, Tom, 26 years, if you're talking about a trend that's decades, usually it starts at the top. And I know you're probably new in regards to me, but that ain't that ain't new in my opinion, in my thought process. This drought is more to do with the, you know, the top of the organization, the management. We ain't gotta say his name. We ain't gotta say their name. We know what we're talking about. it's, it's, it's due to what the due to the management, not necessarily always those under it. Uh, but I mean, that's a time. We could we could t- we could do a show on that, but I mean, what are we doing? You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Tom? Like it's November 29th. Cowboys are heading into New Orleans on Thursday. Listen. I come on here every day, and I could come on here every day and complain about the management, but I won't do that to y'all, right? That's not what we do here. Every week we break down the previous game, and then we break down the upcoming game, and in the middle of all that, we get to talking. And if y'all want to get to talking, you can, 351-999-3787. Y'all can call in. Give me your thoughts on the game, on the Cowboys moving forward. I will be giving my thoughts all morning on the, uh, the loss on Thanksgiving. If you went back and you checked out the post game show, that was the last time you guys saw me. Uh, again, y'all have to understand right after the game, I mean, literally, three, two, one, zero, we're clicking live. So it's all raw emotion, it's all what we've seen in the broadcast view. Um, and we come on and we talk about our thoughts from the game. Don't always hold Jesse and I to that because we're just, just like fans at that point. We, we go off of what we see, not from the film, not from breaking it down, anything like that. And I had very high emotions after that game because there was a lot of slander going on uh, to this team. And rightfully so, they lost or what have you. Uh, but I don't, want every, I don't want no one to hold me and Jesse to some of the things. Because when you go back and you listen, some of the things Jesse said or I said actually were incorrect when you go back and watch the tape. And that's why I dubbed this. Show today after further review. Because after further review, um, there were some things from that game that you can take away some positive things. Obviously, there's some negative things, and we'll get to some stock up uh, from that game sometime after the roundup. But again, if you want to call in, 351-999-3787. I say all that to say that when you go back and you actually watch, I'm not sure how many people do this, there's, there's little things in there that you'll notice both both offensively defensively both uh special teams right flag wise realize I'm on 5 minutes here I didn't even bring up the flags
1: huh
0: <laughs> that you see and you you get a better perspective from it a better understanding some better knowledge from it and you kind of get back and like okay that's why I'm coming on here I'm not tripping right now and it's not because I'm not upset I'm definitely upset that the Cowboys dropped 3 of 4 In November, silver lining the Cowboys in December are three and one, three and one, three and one, two and two, and three and one in the Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott era. So you got December uh, coming around the corner, and I think things will pick back up. Obviously, we know the Calvary's coming. Obviously, we know uh, December has been good to Dallas in that era. But with all that said, on Thursday and really in the month of November. Y'all know I love to make fun of Stephen Jones by saying, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a bottom line business. And the bottom line is, no matter how stacked it is against you, Dallas Cowboys, you got to find a way to win. And three or four times in November, they did not do that. Um, We're going to give context. We're going to talk about reasons why. But y'all don't want to hear that. I mean, y'all want to hear it, but y'all don't really care, right? Just find a way to get it. I said this on Twitter. The reason why Cowboy fans, in my opinion, felt confident going into November down whoever, right? It didn't matter. Was because they showed us that they could do it down whoever. It didn't matter. A lot of people are forgetting. The Cowboys were six and one with the injuries, with the COVID, with adversity, all of that. They gave me, at least personally, confidence Going into November, that okay, whatever. Tyron Smith is down, whatever. Here, here's the here's the context. I understand it's going to be tougher, whatever. Y'all got it done before, uh, okay. Michael Gallup's down, whatever. Lyle Collins, whatever. Cooper, whatever. Y'all gave me that confidence. Well, now that confidence has taken a massive hit. I get it. There, there, there are reasons, and y'all know me. I will definitely give y'all the reasons to to why those things have happened, but. At the end of the day, it's a bottom-line business, and they didn't get it done. So now it's not about that three-out-of-four-game slide, that rut, whatever you want to call it. It's about how do they respond. Two, the last two Super Bowl teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks, both dropped three of four in their run. Now, I'm not saying you know, we're the Chiefs and we're the Bucs or anything like that. I'm just saying this isn't foreign, right? I'm just saying even these great teams go through these things. So now it's about how do you respond, and how did those teams respond? I'll tell you. The Chiefs won six in a row after that rut. The Bucks won four in a row on their way into the playoffs, and they won on that run to win the Super Bowl. How will the Cowboys respond in December? Hmm? How will they respond? We will find out. Tomorrow said, Nah, I need <laughs> I need context. <laughs> We're going to give it to you tomorrow. But first, let's hit the roundup. There is some news. I haven't even touched that yet. Uh, more COVID, man. More.
1: It's time. It's time. It's time. It's
0: time. time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. time. It's time. Time? It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. And real quick, guys, because there's something going on on my end. Let's see if I can get this fixed. Let's see if I can get this fixed. There we go. Hey. Hey. We still have the Black Friday savings going on at Texas Family Fitness. You got today and tomorrow to sign up for $0 enrollment. And don't wait till the new year to get started on a fitness routine. Start accomplishing your fitness goals today at the best gym in the DFW area. Whether it be for weight loss, strengthening up, toning up sports, or stress relief, head on over to any of the nine locations in Dallas or texasfamilyfitness.com for more information to begin your fitness journey. So yesterday, I'm chilling, you know, about to watch some football. Actually, we were actually about to get up and go do some things and then come back and watch some football and boom, more COVID news from Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Terrence Steele, along with some strength and conditioning coaches, along with all the offensive line coaches, not all of them, but dang near most of them uh, are added to the COVID list. And because the Dallas Cowboys are kind of having an outbreak, they are subject to different protocols because they the league is trying to hamper down on what's happening in Dallas. And this is a weekly thing. Literally, it's been a weekly thing. It has been a problem. Um, you know, not really sure what's going on down here. But Terrence Steele, your. Backup slash starting slash backup slash starting right tackle. I don't know what that was going on with that. We'll talk about that in a second. He, he will be out on Thursday. And Lyle Collins, who did not start on Thanksgiving but played and did not play, he'll be your starting right tackle. And I know a lot of people are going to look at that play from Max Crosby where he absolutely obliterated Terrence Steele. But overall, I, I thought he was okay in that game. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I thought he was fine. I think, I said this before, I think we have two starting right tackles. So, if you roll with Terrence Steele, me personally, I'm good. If you roll with Lyle Collins, me personally, I'm good. But, Zeke. So, one report came out, Ezekiel Elliott may sit versus the Saints. They're going to monitor his knee. We talked about this last week. We've actually been talking about it for the last couple weeks, and I'll ask you again after the roundup about Zeke. But, I thought they were going to lean towards him sitting on Thursday, which I think they should do. But according to Dave Hellman, Zeke told the the writers on a conference call that it's still his plan to play through the knee injury. Uh, He hasn't been approached about sitting down, but says he's down to do what's best for the team. What do you guys think is best for the team? Do you guys think that sitting Ezekiel Elliott at least for this week, so they can get that extra 10 days of rest is best for the team. I do. I do. Zeke has played less than 75% of the snaps in the last four weeks. And even when he's played, he really hasn't had a lot of productivity. And I've, I've been saying this for years. If my run game is struggling, which it is, and we'll talk about if my run game is struggling. And my, and my running back is hampered with injuries. Maybe if I if I have a COP back, a cop back, a change of pace back, whatever you want to call him, in the mode of Tony Pollard, I mean, why not give him a little bit a little bit more? You know? Because he's more liable to bust one. And he did, and it was called back by a bullcrap holding call on Tyler Biatish. I mean, again, I haven't really said anything about the referees, but I felt like we heard that every other play. Nonetheless, y'all. Finally, in a roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, D-Law is expected to return to the defense, and my goodness, is it a much-needed, much, much much-needed guy return. For as much as, and we'll get to Michael Parsons, who was a beast again, against the Raiders, there has not been a consistent Opposite guy, while Randy Gregory has been out, I think we're seeing the absence of Randy Gregory. Right, Lawrence Armstrong, yeah, he's a good player, but there's only so much you can do. Right, there's only there's only so there's only so many times your replacement level player can play above that uh, that ability. Right, so I'm going to need D-Law to come back, and I get it, he's not going to be back here, and he's not going to you know be all pro to Marcus Lawrence right away. But I guarantee you. If I can get 20 snaps out of D. Law, 20-25 snaps out of D. Law, and, and 12 of those snaps are high level, I guarantee you he'll make a play. The last time we saw D. Law on the field, he forced a fumble against the Buccaneers. That was that. That's how long it's been for Demarcus Lawrence, and I think his presence was missed because Derek Carr was able to kind of sit back there if it wasn't Michael Parsons coming to get him, and just just pluck you. He just he just pretty much plucked that defense which I think is the real problem from that game. But if you listen to this small group of a loud minority, they'll act like it was something else. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, real quick. We're about to hop into the phone lines before we get into some of this stock up. I'm just trying to find something. Bear with me. Bear with me, y'all. As my guy Law would say, I love when he says this too. Building the plane while it's in the air. Here we go. All right. First up, man, my guy, B-Bird. What's up, B-Bird? Oh, B-Bird, sorry, brother. We got a flag on the play here. We got a flag on the play. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I, that's what it felt like, bro. It, it, it felt like no matter what was going on, it was a flag, man. It just, you know, man, a terrible game. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I hope you did as well with your beautiful family, man. Oh my bad. The, there we go. There's B Bird. You wasn't in there, but now you're in there.
2: Okay, we good. Yeah, you good, man. Okay, so one of the things, man, I look at this, and I am, I am not phased at all about the last three of the losing three of the last four games because it's just that if we had all our players there, uh, I would be very concerned. Yeah, but point. man, you cannot, you can't. And we're talking about two defensive ends and two wide receivers that are Pro Bowl level uh, players. And hey, you talk about next man up. Well, who has a Pro Bowl level second, Here's... you know, a wide receiver to take those guys' place in the defensive. You just don't have those. You don't have it. That next man up thing is uh, one of those things that people say to sound tough and this, that, and other coaches and organizations to say that, but in reality, when you look at it, the next man up can only go so far. Go I so mean, far? like Aaron Rodgers, you, you know, next man up, okay. You go get the next man behind Aaron Rodgers and see how that thing works. When you have a Pro Bowl or all pro type player it just doesn't work that well. And we're talking about four people are very vital to our team. Four, and then the
0: thing is – And then you know, Tyron <laughs> was out for three of those games – well, or two, it was it two or three of those games earlier in, in, in that month too. So just, you know, just saying.
2: Yeah. And so one of the, one of the things I would say is so we we were missing two defensive ends, uh, two wide receivers, and then I would say our offensive line has been in flux. We hadn't settled on that yet. And he's, but what what I'm looking forward to is – is we get everybody healthy with three games left to go, and that's what I'm. That's what I want. I want to go in to the, uh, you know, go into the playoffs with everybody there. Uh, right now, you know, we've been doing this thing, with smoke and mirrors, yeah. and it just, it just didn't work the last three or the four uh, games. Yeah. What do you think about that?
0: No, I mean that's the context we we that a lot of fans don't want to hear, but it's reality. I said this, B Bird, if you remember, I'm not sure a couple weeks ago. I said at some point, next man up is going to bite you in the ass. It just is. You know, this is the NFL where the, the space between being a really good team and an average team and an average team and a bad team is very small. There's a thin line between all of that. And I always harken back to this with uh, Nick Eatman. You can be a great team, but if you start taking away the good players off of that team, you're, you now start falling down to that opponent's level. And, if you really go back and, and break down the game, I personally don't think there was much of a difference between Oakland and Dallas. That's why if you go to the, on the pregame show, me and Jesse were like, I think Dallas ekes this out 20-17. to 17. We really didn't think this game was going to be some blowout because we had to be real with ourselves, right? Like, let's be real, ladies and gentlemen. This is who they have right now, and it's going to take a Herculean effort from certain guys, and you didn't get that on the defense side of the ball. And in my opinion, the more concerning aspect of that game wasn't the offensive line. not saying you said it was. It was the defense B bird. Um, this defense has been so Jekyll and Hyde it, it, I don't understand how, how do you go into Kansas City and you play up to that level and you come home on Turkey day and you let Derek Carr without Darren Waller do that to you? you know, I get it that that the defensive ends were out, but they were also out against Kansas City. So it was just really, really strange. Um, I could have argued, you know, if the offense had looked like they did in Kansas City, you'd be like, all right, they don't got their guys, but the offense gave you 27 points, you know. So I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating because it feels Jekyll and Hyde. But at the end of the day, like you said, these players do make a difference, right? Like, let's just be real. Yeah. players make a difference. Yeah, and man. so,
2: and so okay, I thought about this the other day. <laughs> it's almost like. One week our uh, defense is doing it. Another week our offense, was, it's was kind of like we're smoking peanut butter, no jelly, no, <laughs> it's, ham, it's no burger. Right, so it's, cereal, no milk. One, one thing is
0: – They yeah. aren't playing so, so, complimentary football anymore, and they were doing that mm-hmm. during their 6-1 run.
2: Absolutely. One of the things that people probably were up in arms about was Anthony Brown's play. I wasn't. And if you go back and look at some things
0: – those Wait, wait who would you say? Those, I, I – Anthony Brown's play, the cornerback flag on the play, timeout, timeout, in time pass interference. <laughs> Anthony Brown, K- carry on.
2: Hey, <laughs> so, I thought he played pretty good. I think those calls are not going to be called every week uh, against him. Um, I I'll, think I'll, they just call that game real tight, man. And it was just, uh, it was, it was kind of unfortunate. If you go back hard. and look at some of those pass interference calls. Um, you know they were really questionable I, I i don't know. did you see the same thing
0: man y'all listen i'm re, I, you know y'all know me i try to come on here and be objective and things like that i don't like to let my fandom overtake me too much but i don't man listen fam those referees against anthony brown and everybody dang on else pretty much not even just dallas but but there was some ridiculous calls on oak or on las vegas as well Were ridiculous b bird i mean i literally watched I, and i focused on cornerbacks yesterday, purposefully, I saw at least six DPIs that looked just like Anthony Browns that were not called. Six of them, minimum. I docked them. I saw like two of them in a game last night. And it's frustrating as a fan because it's like, well, call this across the league. But coming into that game, that was the fourth most flag, I guess, crew. So I should have expected this to happen. But I'm not going to lie. Who expected to have 30 penalty, 30 flags thrown? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, NFL. And I'm not just and arguing that for the Cowboys. I'm arguing it for the for the product. It was it was bad. Yeah.
2: It's like they were anticipating calls in the sense of, but and this will be my last thing before I leave. And I, and I I think I got this from you. But it, so you look at a situation and you say, are we giving excuses uh, for the Cowboys or is it reasons? And I think that when you talk about the people that we have missing. Uh, we're, we have reasons on why we're losing. Sure. Now, if you go look at the, the Skip and Shannons and the Stephen ah. A's, they have to be black and white about their opinions. That's why I never listen to those don't guys. Don't
0: listen to them, man. It, these,
2: things, <laughs> these things these things, are often just shades of gray. And, you know, it's not black nor it's, it's not white or anything like that. These things are shades of gray. and You just got to go, go in and say, okay, we don't have these players. When we have these players back, we will be better. Yeah, we will be. Have we won without those guys? Yeah, but, you know, you got to look at those situations too. And I just think that at the end of the year, if we get this offensive line right before the third game, the defensive end's back, our wide receiver's back, and ready to go forward, now we won't have any reasons again. We'll have Then there'll be excuses after that if we lose. No, but right. I'm going to let you go, man. It was great talking to you again this morning, man, and I, I'll stay on and listen.
0: Thanks, man. Appreciate you, B-Bert. Now, yeah, he's right. I would be more concerned if Dallas was losing with these guys, right? Um I, the question was, is it time to panic? I think I put it in, in the ad. By the way, if you ever see the ad on YouTube, let me know. Uh, no, it's not. T- it's not time to panic. Uh, Bill Parcell said, you know who you are after Thanksgiving. Right. And and I think we're going to find out who the Dallas Cowboys are moving forward. But. I- I'm optimistic. It's- as crazy as it may sound, when you lose three or four. you are You're about to get good players back and. Y'all can call it excuses and call it what you want. I'm not saying that's why they lost. That's part of why they lost. But the, the thing is, within those losses, you had a chance to win, right? And at least two of those games, the uh KC game, which nothing seemed to go right on offense. And and obviously on Thursday, uh where nothing seemed to go right on defense <laughs> and with the flags. Um, So you, you're going to get a lot of guys back. So, yeah, I'm optimistic. You want to call me a homer because I'm optimistic about it? Yeah, you know, you call me a homer. But that's just the NFL. I said this on the post. I said this on the pre. I've been saying this. If you tell me in the playoffs, Dallas Cowboys is going to be without who they're without. Cowboys ain't winning no dang Super Bowl, man. That's realism. They're not. They're not going to beat these teams without Amari, without CD, without Randy, without D-Law, without Neville. That's not happening. Right? But these guys are coming back. And if you get these guys back, I feel a little bit you know, a lot of bit better about their uh chances of beating all these teams. But I want to talk about that run game, y'all. Because that is a problem. That is a problem. Uh Tony from Tampa, man. What's going on, good brother?
3: Hey, what's going on, man?
0: I'm good, good brother. How you doing, man? All right,
3: all right. Good morning, good morning. Hey, um, well, I told you back in the in the Denver game we talked, and I, I talked, called in and I told you uh, that uh, when we lost to Denver, I told you we had problems against the AFC uh, West. We had problems, even though we had people out, you know, uh, you know. Uh, but we struggled. Three of our four losses was to AFC West team. Yeah,
0: they're pesky, pesky to the Cowboys, and, and I have that in my yeah, notes. Yeah, we not playing them no. Go
3: ahead. We said. No, I'll, go ahead. Let
0: you, I'll let you go, brother. Go ahead.
3: No, I said we're not we're not playing them no more. We playing uh, NFC uh, opponents that we familiar with. But you know we had some players out. We had some players out. Uh, I ain't making no excuses, but you know we had uh, two of our top wide receivers out, and, and you know that's a lot of points and that's a lot of uh, uh, yards uh, off the table. But we struggle against those AFC West teams, man. You
0: know what was you about to say? No, we do. Uh I, I had in my notes about playing the AFC West. Cowboys are one and three and, and the three losses were against the AFC West. Uh I think all in different fashions though. Um I think this last game there there was this initial thought that, oh my goodness, you played AFC West, the blueprint, Vic Fangio said it, they're gonna play you like KC and Denver did. The Raiders didn't do that. I went back. That's why I said after further review, ladies and gentlemen, the Raiders did not play you like the like the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos did defensively. They didn't do that, and that was that was without Lamont Cooper. You would think they would. That's not the case. They played a lot of too high. They played a lot of soft coverage. There wasn't a lot of physical bump and run type stuff going on at the line of scrimmage. Obviously, throughout the game, that happens, but it was nothing like those other games. They they didn't blitz you all willy nilly. Um, and that's why you saw the offense kind of kicking into gear. You know, every other possession, it seemed like uh, the only possession the Cowboys didn't score a touchdown or more was the or the only quarter was the third quarter. So, you know, I'd argue they did not. I don't even argue. I just go watch the tape. They didn't play you like those other teams played you. I think you just lost this yeah. game offensively. I'm sorry, or defensively, and it kind of it kind of reminded me of the Denver or Denver game in regards to the Denver Broncos ran all over you. Derek Carr passed all over you and then the referees helped him but yeah. but go ahead.
3: But you notice how uh you notice how we were more effective in the shotgun. You we back when you get back away from that line. Man, they you know, we can do play action from the shotgun. We can do all that, but I I don't like that close to that line, man. I really I do. Don't. I like you like him close to that line.
0: Because the play act, the play action works better in my opinion when you're under center. That the the problem is and, and, and if you want to get into this ground game, and if you want to get yeah. into the creativity with Kellen Moore, go back and watch the the, the 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 first touchdown series. The first touchdown series featured a lot of play action. And, in fact, the, the touchdown was from a play action. So, yeah. I think that works. And it was from play action under center, and it got it to Sean McKeon, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm actually for Dak being under center, coming out, putting the ball in the running back's hands with his back turned, and then turning around. He likes to do that. He's good at that. And one of the things me and Jesse said was to get him on the move. And if you go back and look at that first half, he was on the move. Um, I, don't, yeah, I don't know why Keller Moore. Was at, at shotgun, did that shotgun, he was lighting him
3: up, man.
0: Yeah, when Dak was doing, listen, he was lighting listen, him up. listen. When Dak is Dak, he can, he can, <laughs> he can throw it on anybody, right? Um, but, yeah. but I'm more concerned about the ability to not get off on the ground because that's been a problem for the last five or six weeks, more than I am with our passing game.
3: Yeah. Sure, that's all I got, man. I just know that, uh, you know, three of our four losses come from the NFC West. Everybody panicking. Don't panic, man. We going back to what we used to, Yeah, the NFC. You know what I mean? We, we you know, it ain't time to panic. No, you know no, no, mean? no. This is yet. a must win, though. Oh, that's this for sure. This is a must win, though. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's all I got
0: today, man. <laughs> all right, good brother. Appreciate
3: you. You know, I keep you all in my truck, man. I keep you on, baby.
0: Keep me on, man. Drive safe, man. <laughs> all
3: right, man.
0: Thank you. I see my guy Special K and brought this up, and I, I see you guys are talking about it in the chat. If we want to be real, our kicker has cost us two games this year. I'm just saying, man. You know, he, he cost us. He cost us two games this year. <laughs> Tampa Bay, four extra points in the two-point law. Or four points, I'm sorry. Uh, this Raiders game. He missed a 59-yard field goal, which was a very questionable decision by Mike McCarthy anyway. But Greg is supposed to be able to make these, right? He's supposed to have this big giant leg. And if you go look at his re- his record this year from 50 yards, he's one for four. So he's not been successful for 50 yards. Such a Greg Zerline is such a weird kicker right now. In the fourth quarter, I believe he's 13 of 14 with a ton of game, with a couple game winners and a couple uh, kicks to tie the game. 13 for 14 is damn good. Before that, though, in the first quarter, second quarters, he's missing these kicks, these extra points. And now Dallas has to chase these points. And and the real mess up wasn't. And again, Mike McCarthy probably should have just kept that extra point instead of going for the two. You, you don't take points off the board. That's what's weird. He took points off the board. But that wasn't the point that they were chasing. They were chasing the extra point that uh Greg Zerline missed. So Zerline to me is more responsible for a couple of these losses than anybody. That's just that's just just my opinion on that, man. Uh, there's a problem. And it is a team effort. You're definitely right, Dario. Uh, but but the, the court or sorry, the kicker has one job. One job. Let I ask you to drop back, read the defense, deal with pressure in your face, or be a running back and find a lane, pick up blitzes, beat guys off the line of scrimmage, stop the qu- I'm- one job. Make a damn field goal. He's missed like four extra points this year, and I think five field goals, and, and, and a lot of those field goals are at the beginning of the game. Now Dallas has to to play catch up. They're not going to bend. They're not going to bring in anybody else. But, uh, Haralahu didn't miss extra point. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> call him Greg, the peg leg. I right, call him Greg, the peg leg. That's cool. Bro G, what you got for us, bro G? Good
4: morning. What's going on? Scott Walker, man. Dude, I forgot all about the kicker. Yeah, you're right, man. He causes, he causes like about two, gangs probably, two games probably, man. The two Raiders games. game and the Tampa, the Tampa game, man. Yeah. You know, and I was, as I was watching Thanksgiving game, man, uh, we talked about this last week. Man, you're right, man. They run the hell out the ball, man. Uh, the Raiders, they even ran ran, uh, through the ball when they didn't have to. They had on know how big of a lead they had on us, but they continued to throw the ball on us just like you said they would.
0: Yeah, they, they um, and that's the thing. You go back and look, they ran it 35 times. But what was the thing I said last week, bro, G? I said if you allow the Raiders to stay on script, they'll run it. <laughs> Like any any team will run yeah. the ball if you if they're on script and the the uh, the Raiders never were behind in this game, so they were able to run the ball. Well, they, they
4: ran the ball that much. Oh wow, they seemed like they were just passing
0: the helmet. They did. They passed the, like the ball forty. Basketball. Yeah, they passed it forty something times. But when they got, they, there was points in that game where they can say, okay, we can run it because we don't we don't feel the need to have to play catch up because we're up. So they ran it actually a lot a lot yeah. more than you think.
4: Yeah, it felt like we were watching a basketball game, man, with all those damn flags getting going. On. I thought they were gonna start shooting free throws.
0: What, what, what was that? Um, What'd you say?
4: Yeah, a flag. It felt like we were watching. It felt like we were watching a, a uh, basketball game, NBA basketball game, with all the damn flags,
0: personal foul uh, going
4: on. I thought they were
0: personal foul. Yeah, thought they start, uh, were gonna start. We're gonna find oh, you man. for talking about the referees, brother.
4: Oh man, you know, and that concerns me too. Uh, you know how we, you know, our coach and I don't, I don't know if our owner talked about the referees, but now we're gonna oh, have a did. target, uh, an even bigger target on our back when it comes to the refere to the referees. So I'm a little bit aware of that with the the season going on, yeah, those those slides were very egregious, especially that one, the last one they called on Anthony Brown. Man, that was not interference. Like, the ball hit the man in the head. He didn't. He they said it was face and That's why they called it. He did not face guard at all. He did look over his shoulder. Like, it's very subtle. He looked over his, over his right. They he tried to look over to his left. But then the ball hit him right in the helmet. So, I mean, what else can you do? And, like, he do? Here's my thing. He didn't touch the
0: man. Here's my thing, bro. G. The, you're a Cowboy fan. Do you think they're going to be yeah. any – you, do you think the referees are going to look more at the Cowboys? After this? They already they already get on the Cowboys flag-wise. This ain't new, right? That's this ain't serious. new. Period. Number two.
4: You're right. You're
0: right. The call on Anthony Brown. I, I get it either way it would have went, right? There's this stigma that if you don't turn your head, there's a penalty. That's not technically true. Like, face guarding is not a foul in the NFL by rule. Like, that's not – there's nothing in the law that says you, you can't face guard. Um, but there's, he didn't
4: even face guard, though.
0: <laughs> he he kind of did, but but the, it's, it's about making contact while you're face guarding. Here's what the NFL needs to do. And, and if you think this isn't a problem, it is, because a couple years ago they decided to review pass interferences, and it was because of stuff like this. They need, And what happened? What happened to that, rule? They got rid of them. it. I mean, I
4: thought, they, yeah, they did. it slowed,
0: it, it slowed the game they down. Did one season. It slowed the game down, bro. G. I, I agree with them. It's, it's a bit ridiculous to, to, to do that. But what they have to do, man, is stop rewarding these quarterbacks for purposefully under-throwing the god-dang ball. I mean, it's on purpose. It's it. This is practice. I truly believe it. I truly believe, hey, third and whatever. And you saw Derek Carr do it. Derek Carr said, Anthony Brown, he already got two pass interference. YOLO. He didn't care if they caught the ball. It, 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 there was three things, yeah. good things that could have happened on that play and one bad thing. And really, the, the bad thing doesn't really count, the interception. The three good things, a catch, a pass interference, or the ball is incomplete. That's that's how yeah. he played it, and and I I tip my hat to him for playing the referees the way he played them, and and go back and look at Derek Carr on that ridiculous pass or uh, roughing the passer. I mean, what are we doing, refs? He is running, throws the ball and falls into Micah. Micah's trying to stop him from falling into him, and they threw a roughing the passer flag, and, and he pretends that he's hurt. He's grabbing his head, and oh man, I got a concussion. And they throw the flag and he goes right back in the huddle, and he's smirking. I got a question for y'all exactly. I, I could have sworn if a, if a if a quarterback is down with fake concussion, he has to come out and go into a, a concussion protocol. He didn't do that. Mm. He, he got back into the huddle mm. and he smirked and he smiled. so you know i I don't understand the referees why they save certain teams and they don't other teams. I mean look at the final possession in regulation. Dalton Schultz was held twice. Twice and they swallowed their whistle. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to. I don't really want to get too on the refs, but how can you not when they threw 30 flags? That's all I'm saying.
4: Yeah, man. It almost, it almost, it was, it was, that was horrible, man. It was, it, and then they were all on third downs, man. All on the third and longs. Yeah. I mean, it was it was almost like, man, what does the, the mafia, the cartel got a hand on these referees? What's, what's going on over here, man? It's like, it, it was very, it, it was very, very, mm. man. I mean, I don't even want to go there. You know, I'm, I'm one of the conspiracy theories, guys. But, hey, man, it is what it is. I got these two things to talk about also. Like, But even though the rest were against so we still had opportunities to win that game. Sure, uh, absolutely. We just didn't, cl- we didn't close the deal. You know, uh, the, the, the drive before regulation, we I didn't have a chance to go down and score. but That's, we didn't close, that's we the one I'm talking down.
0: about where, where Dalton Schultz was held twice <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> on that possession, twice. Dak Prescott was trying to hit him across the middle, and he floated it out there. And the linebacker, whomever, grabbed him, no call. And it was another one that, that, that we was he was held in that possession, no call. Uh but, you know, and and what the, what the, you know, the, the Raiders do on a third and forever. They close it up and they give Anthony Brown that call. But, you know, I again I it is what it is. You have pockets of opportunities, like you said. Uh the third and whatever it was in, in overtime, Dak didn't hit. Uh, Noah Brown, yep. he didn't lead him, and he yeah. didn't catch it. Not saying that that would have guaranteed you to go down and win, but, I mean, that's another right. opportunity to, to convert and keep moving. Uh, just there was opportunities for sure in that game.
4: Oh, and even we had the third opportunity a lot of people are not talking about is when uh when the race went down for the winning field goal in overtime. Uh, I don't know if it's good. I don't know his last name, but number 29. He went off sides. He nah, made bro. the field goal. And then the second he goes outside again, and they missed it. I "Oh
3: no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 don't do that! Don't do that! He he kicked. Don't do that. The the kicker kicked the ball purposefully, well after Goodwin was in her face. yeah, that that wasn't. He didn't miss it before Goodwin went offsides. Goodwin was great. He kicked it. Yeah, fact that they
4: called the penalty.
0: Yeah, yeah, he kicked it well after the fact that Goodwin jumped. Oh
4: man, yeah. That was probably the most play I was up to see. I didn't even get. It. I thought. I thought he missed it. Nah, he didn't. Nah. play, not But it was, he kicked it after the fact. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a heartbreak. <laughs> so in, that, in my in that Thanksgiving, all my I was the only Cowboy fan. All my family were all Raider fans. So all night long, I kept hearing Raider Raiders. What you think like, we oh, was
0: hearing at? We were hearing at Texas <laughs> Live, man. Live.
4: Yeah, I had family there too at Texas know. Live, but it came all the way from the Bay Area. A lot of people from the Bay Area went to that game. Um, yeah, so I saw the t- uh, Texas Library. It's pretty big. Looks like a pretty big. Uh, as oh. I saw my the the videos on Instagram, from my friends and family, it looked like a, a
0: huge. Is that part of the stadium? No, it looked like it is, right? It, I call it a mall, a sports mall. It's like a sports mall, man, with a bunch of sports bars. They have a hundred foot screen that plays like ton of games. It's it's dope. It's one of the best uh, sports atmospheres that I've ever been to. Uh, that's not the game.
4: Okay, that's another thing. Well, that's all I got to say. I just wanted to come in and just talk about the game, shoot up. That's all I got to say, man. You have a good
0: rest of your day, brother. Hey, man, appreciate you, dog, and uh, appreciate you calling in. Thanks. All
4: right,
0: man. Uh, that's another thing. I just looked at Jeremy's comment. Why the hell did boss man get tossed? Hey, you know, and, and posing fans always think that the, the Cowboys, you know, they, they think they got something out on Dallas. I mean, but when these things happen. How do you not go back and say, what's really good? Like, what's really good? You kicked Boss Man out for what? <laughs> I'm really, can someone tell me, like, did, did something come out? Did did the, did the referees in their little whatever pool come out and say, we tossed Boss Man for this? Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mike McCarthy said he was never given an explanation. Hmm? I don't know. But again, we're here to talk about mostly on the field. We don't want to get too much with the refs. It's just really hard not to bring them up after they threw 30 flags. That's another one CJ see, see, I'm sorry. What last one? Last one. Last one. And I promise we can, we're going to get to uh hope we're going to get to here. uh 602. Um I think the 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 turning point early in that game was the fumble. That wasn't, and that was clearly. I mean, that, I mean, come on, y'all. Darren Waller catches the ball, takes two steps, is on his way to taking another. Curse knocks the ball out. Keanu Neal makes a, a great play, throws it back in. Curse recovers it. First down, Dallas on that side of the field. They go back and review it, and according to everyone that was there at the stadium, I couldn't tell how quick it was. Nick Eatman said he's never seen a review. That was so controversial, like that. That was a close one, right? I use quotations. That they overturned in a heartbeat. I mean, like that to the point I thought, "Yo, Mike McCarthy, challenge it." They, they, they called it a, a incomplete pass. Challenge it. Come to find out, no, they reviewed it, and they didn't give the ball to the Cowboys. I, it, I just don't understand. And I should have thought to myself, "Oh, it's going to be that kind of game today. It's going to be that kind of game where." you're going to have to be perfect seriously seriously it, it, you had to be perfect because if you weren't then you were putting the you were putting the game in another party's hands and Dallas did that they put the game in another party's hands uh, on the plays there aren't flags or phantom flags you got to convert you, you got to score you got to get this first because if or you got to get this stop right or you got to get this turnover think about this for a second The Raiders put up over 500 yards of offense, which is why I have a problem with the defense. And they were three for 13 on third down. Probably, how is that even possible? It's possible when six third down conversions were granted via penalty. And it's possible when big plays get popped on you. Uh, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, who played an awful game. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et so it, it is just real frustrating, y'all. C thinks that wasn't a fumble. How? Like, how was that not a fumble? I wish I had to play to bring it back up. That was clearly a fumble. I've seen a play like that become a catch far more than it hasn't. Do we have to go back to the Des Bryant game? One, two, reach. The ball falls down. They called it incomplete. They came back and said, "My bad, y'all. That is a catch." Literally, what happened in this game? Catch, turn one, two, on his way to a third, knocks the ball out. I think people are getting this mistaken where they have to tuck the ball in. You don't got to tuck the ball in for it to be a catch. I think they got to tuck it. Isn't that the tuck rule. He caught the damn ball. Went this way, took a couple steps, and got it knocked out. That is a fumble. But I'm not going to stick on it, man. Six oh two. What it is, what it do. Oh, there was a super chat. I get six oh two, what's up? Good
5: morning. I I know we've talked about this ad nausea, but uh dude, the referees own the game. Oh for sure.
1: The truth That's of the true.
5: matter is, you know, that, that play you just talked about, it's impossible for that to not be a, a catch and fumble. But what i wanted what I wanted to mention was the um the the Parsons ticky tack hit uh, and and no one's actually talking about a b uh being in a headlock. It's pretty hard to turn your head around when the offensive player is grabbing you in the headlock like, all right the before uh, the ball got there, the offensive player had him in a headlock dude how how on earth can that be okay
0: again with 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 that call. That that call is not even the one I'm most upset about because I think either way I, I'm okay with it. It's just you you bailed out the Raiders on third and 18. Like it's it's when it was called right. Like you bailed right. them out on third and 18 when you know you know referee that they were deliberately trying to get you to throw a flag. AB's running with his man and then there's something called phases. He was not yeah. in phase with the wide receiver. So he's, he's taught, and all corners are taught, if you don't play the ball until you play the man, if you're not on the man. You, so you got to play the man, right? If you're in phase, right, exactly. then you could turn around and play the ball. Well, exactly. the, what the quarterbacks do in those situations, okay, I'm just going to underthrow it because if I underthrow it by gravity, right, by nature of physics, the, the the cornerbacks going to run into the receiver and the receiver all he has to do is sell it. And boy, oh boy, were they selling the hell out of all those calls. I mean, it was crying and complaining oh, every single time it was an incomplete pass. So I think the refs could have let that one go. I also think that they could have called it. It's just unfortunate that they got bailed out on what was a purposeful throw. They didn't they called that play yeah. designed to get that pass interference. Now, if you want to if you want to okay. harp on Dallas, you can harp on the call. Quinn shouldn't have even probably been in man coverage, knowing that they were targeting AB and he got man. the DPIs.
5: Definitely shouldn't have been man coverage uh, in, in a situation like that. You know they had 18 yards. You know you should have had been zone, some type of zone, and 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 playing uh, where they where they could front the ball as opposed to uh, you know with his back turned. Like uh, and man, that's just it was just a bad. Uh, situation for ab i thought he played a a pretty decent game uh two of those calls i thought should not have been called just that
0: simple the one i have the most problem with 602 is the 51 yard i think not 51 yard the one where they threw it up to deshaun jackson in the end zone i personally thought ab played that well I, i don't know how else you're supposed to play it you know he got his head around he's looking for the ball he's filling his man and then he's trying to make a play on the ball that's just reg- – like, like if you can't do that, and they say oh, he already hooked his arm and things like that, folks, wide receivers and, and cornerbacks hand fight all the way down there. They don't throw OPI ever, but that's neither here nor there. I, I thought he played that yeah, very yeah. well, So, and that's the one I had the most problem with because it set them up on the five-yard line. Think about this for a second. I'm trying to think here. Yeah. The, the, I keep saying Oakland. The Raiders had maybe one drive where they drove down and scored a touchdown on their own. Other than that, yeah. there was big penalties that put them down there and they scored, if I'm not mistaken, how many, how, the many how many touchdowns did they score? Because they kicked a lot of field goals. One second, y'all. Let me see here real quick. Well, they, they scored two touchdowns. That's what I thought. Like, it was mostly just field goals, right?
5: Right, correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the defense was, wasn't – it wasn't the best. But it, uh, but they certainly were aided by those. I mean, it's it's yeah. By the time you got to the fourth quarter, those guys were were, were gassed. I mean, because they were out on the field every time they get uh, third down, uh, the refs would bail them out. I mean, so it, it was kind of a no win situation for the defense by by the uh, beginning of the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just want to go back and see yeah, they only scored two touchdowns. They scored the the fifty six yarder on you know with Deshaun Jackson. And then they scored that gimme by the referees where they got the, the penalty and they were on, like, the one-yard line and they scored the next play. Yeah. Other than that, there were five field goals. One, two, three, four, five field goals after that. And a lot of those field yeah. goals, again, penalties were putting them in position. But it was it was a just a strange game. And all three of these losses in November have come. They've all been in, in this weird way. They haven't been just, yeah. ah. You just lost a tough one. It was like something weird happened. You get you get blown out by the Broncos. Your offense can't do anything when your defense plays well against Kansas City. And then in this one, 30 penalties on both sides. It's just just a strange November.
5: One more comment. Yeah. I, I dare you to go back and watch Deion Jackson. Even when he wasn't getting a call, he was out there begging Ryan, for man. calls. Ryan, yeah. I, that was just pathetic. That was just a, that was a poor show of, of sportsmanship. Engagement ship. It was just sad. Anyway, I'm out. I
0: right, man, appreciate you. And and I thank you for the call. And I say this a lot about Michael Gallup. And I and I hate to do this because as a man, you don't ever want to go out there and 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 cry for officials, right? You don't want to cry for a flag. And, and Michael doesn't do it. That. That's not him. Now, Gallup is like, nah, man, whatever. But dang it, <laughs> it for whatever reason, it is working now. Like it is working more than I think it has ever worked in the NFL and is, is similar to the NBA but the, the thing about the NBA is they realize we have a problem. They about 20 years late, but they realize we have a problem and they don't grant the James Harden rule anymore right they don't at least flop. now they're actually I think fining you for flopping and things like that. So uh until they do that in the NFL, is it part of is it part of strategy now? Because I think the underthrow is, I, I definitely think that is part of the strategy. Uh, there was a couple of Super Chats and things in here I have to get to. I'm sorry. Uh, you go. Super Chat. He says, uh, thank you for the donation, buddy. He says, what's up, Sky? Last PI call, the receiver was holding AB's head, so he couldn't turn if he tried. That, that I mean, that's true. Uh, like I said, either way, I'm cool with that with that call. Uh, and then JJ, the mind of the 4 dollars nine nine donation says, super chat. Your thoughts on Dak? I thought he played really good. 375 two tutties with your backup receivers. What else more people uh, like any from? So basically what else do you want from him type of thing? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't have an issue with Dak Prescott, but a lot of people came out of that game because of that third and seven play in overtime where he, he should have made the play. I mean there's, there's no doubt about it. You can be upset for that. Um, that may have been his most costly pass of the game, but I, Dak. If you came out of this game, and your your first thing you thought of was Dak Prescott, let me give you these. Let me give you these glasses, bro. Let me give you these glasses. And, uh, yeah, it's one thing to come out like, damn it, he should have made that play. Got to pay him for all that and all this stuff. You know, I I get it. I get the frustration because he should have made that third and seven play. Uh, but but he's way down on the total pole of the issues from that game. I have more of a problem in the overtime with Kellen Moore and and, and Mike McCarthy electing to go with Ezekiel Elliott. This is what they did, y'all. First play. I think it was first. One of these two plays. We designed toss out or or throw to Ezekiel Elliott. He's playing on a bum knee. Second play. uh, Was it a run up the middle to Ezekiel Elliott? Playing on a bum knee. Now you're in third and seven. And Dak rolls out and he misses, uh, Noah Brown. I could have called it too, but he missed Noah Brown. Could have been a way better accurate pass. To this outside, he threw it inside. And it ended up being game. Shouldn't have been third and eighteen. But it ended up being game time. By the way, shout out to Brian Anger. Low key a pro bowl punter this year. Low key. I'm just saying. Uh but but yeah, man. I I don't know. I I don't I don't want to turn this into me versus people that don't like Dak Prescott because boy they was waiting for him to not convert on that so that they can go and be like, ah, he sucks and you know, it was ridiculous after the game that people were saying that. Uh but you're entitled to your opinion. Uh yeah. Dak Prescott's not the issue out of that game, y'all. Threw for four hundred goddamn yards. He threw he scored three touchdowns. He led three touchdown drives in three of the four quarters. Um uh, in fact, the touchdown to, I believe, take the lead was called back. And I keep coming back to penalties on a bullcrap holding call against Tyron Smith. In fact, they bullcrapped him twice. I had to go back and look. Like, was he, they said that Tyron Smith wasn't lined up. How many times have you ever seen Tyron Smith get called for, uh was it, illegal formation in his 10 year career? And to make sure they didn't score that damn touchdown, they threw this crap of a flag and called holding. Well, that's game time. I mean, not game time, but that's a a possession killer, especially when it's third and goal. So no, no, I'm good. I am I'm fine. Um if they let these boys just play, I think this is an out a different outcome, but whatever, man. Alright, uh let's get to who was who was waiting here? Pre man, you've been waiting for a minute, man. What's up, pre med? What's up,
6: what's up, man? Hey, um, I got a question for you, Scott. Yeah. When, as Cowboys fans, are we going to say enough is enough with some of these decisions that are being made? That, like like McCarthy, right? Like we talk about how the kicker only has one job. Well, I mean, he doesn't cost plays.
0: Nah, don't do that. Pre-med, pre-med, pre-med. You going to tell me McCarthy has one job? You said what? You' Listen, I'm all for bashing McCarthy in that game due to some of these calls. But don't say that McCarthy has one job. He, he, he don't have one job as a head coach of a football team. Rick Bassaccia might have one job because <laughs> he ain't no leader of that team. <laughs> and, and he's an intermediate right. coach. But Mike McCarthy has more than one job. But, but I digress. Go ahead. You're right.
6: But it's his job to make sure the team comes out and is prepared to play the game. And this isn't the first time we've seen the Cowboys have a problem with flags. Just no, no, it's not in this game. And yeah. That, and that's where, like, is your team, is your team prepared to come out and play is where I'm coming from. And they're, they're not like, if you, if you have this many flags, like not, not by play calling, but I mean by disciplined football.
0: Okay. 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 So, so, so the discipline aspect, i to say, I mean, it was 13 to 17. It should have been 14, 17 in that first half. Um, yeah, th- listen, my boy James said it best a long time ago. He said, man, this team is leading the league in flags or something like that. Top five, eventually it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. Uh, but shoot, man, Connor Williams had half of those damn penalties, <laughs> it seemed like. Uh, it, it did, but this game, from both both sides, Raiders and Dallas, I, I don't think this was was about discipline. I, I just think the, the referees were god-awful. But I want to help you out here because – if you eliminate this game, the team has been, quote unquote, undisciplined with penalties. They've been top five, I think, in the league or number one, one of them in, in flag. So that is an absolute issue. I just think in particular to this game, the referees are more of a problem than discipline was. Your defense was more of a problem tackling and playing in position position than discipline was.
6: But what about um, and also this is a McCarthy decision, too, right? Yep. The the whole switching of linemen on third down?
0: I don't know what the hell that was about, bro. You look bro. Yeah, <laughs>
6: playing, I forgot who said that, but they play musical chairs with these linemen.
0: man. Yeah, they, they and, and apparently, because we were trying to figure it out during the game, like what is going on, Zach Martin said they they were told during the week that this would happen. Uh, no Joe Philbin, so I thought that maybe because Joe Philbin wasn't with the team at the game that, that whoever was replacing him was like, let's try this out. Uh, I don't know if Joe Philbin was at practice, but I have a hard time believing a veteran offensive line coach like Joe Philbin would go into practice and say, you know what, we're going to do an offensive line by rotation. We're going to do an offensive line by You're paying your
6: right tackle $50 million. You're paying your right tackle $50 million. Why is he sitting down on the bench?
0: Well, play, at at the end of the day, if, if it's really a meritocracy, as they say, your play dictates, it should dictate it, not your your pay, right? Um, Collins has been, eh, eh and just being real. I, you know, after one game, I, I wasn't ready, I had to say, it. it was one game, let's see what happens. It's four games now, and he's been, eh. And so they decided to roll with Terrence Steele, which, whatever, I'm cool. <laughs> like, Terrence Steele showed that he could be a starting right tackle. Uh, what I don't like is find a five and let them get some stability. I, I don't know that you can continue to play this flip-flop musical chairs game with your offensive line and think that by the time you get to the playoffs that that is a, you know, that's a positive thing. Offensive linemen need continuity more than any team. And I know Coach brings up continuity a lot. But by injury, by suspension, and now by COVID, they have not had a chance to do that. But they need to find a five. I At this point, y'all, I truly don't care. They could put Matt Forniak in there. Just find a five, stick with it, and let's get this, this continuity going because they need to have that communication once they get into the playoffs. Yeah, but one more, one more thing. This is,
6: this is so, all I got, right? Who Who is being paid to let Anthony Brown still play? <laughs> now, so hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's had an okay
0: season. I was about right? to say, y'all ain't right, man. A okay. He's been playing yeah. really well. And then he gets – this game, and everybody's like, he sucks again. Right. But, six, but it's,
6: been it's been six years running. I mean, even if you want to delete the first year you was in the league, five years, bro. This is the first year he's actually played. I. Uh, but your bro, question, have a second
0: round your, corner. your question, bro, your question to me was, whose decision is it to, to, to keep starting Anthony Brown? Let me ask you this. Before you're coming into this game, did you want to bench Anthony Brown? For playing well,
6: yeah. <laughs> but I'm a, I, am hey gonna, hey, I'm gonna I'm die by my word though, because I didn't like him. I still didn't like him through the season. Hey. So I was like, all right, oh, finally, okay. He, okay. finally, he made some interceptions. I was like, finally, he's doing something. But I was still like, bro, where is Kelvin Joseph at? Because we need to start repping him in. nation Nashawn, Nashawn right. we need to see what he can do. We, <laughs> hey, cause hey, listen, man, coming into the season,
0: coming into the season, A. B. wasn't my guy. A.B. proved me wrong in in being able to play over there on a consistent basis. He had zero, zero defensive pass interference penalties. He had one penalty all year. Our guy we love, Trayvon Diggs, is leading the league in penalties at cornerbacks. And then all of a sudden, he gets four or five of them in one game? I find that very peculiar. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I find that very strange for a guy who hasn't been handsy this year. Uh, He had a bad game and i think it, rem- it reminded a lot of people or not reminded it brought up back that 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 i hate anthony brownness right it brought that back up because all it takes man is all it takes what have you done for me lately ab's been playing well in 10 of these 11 games and then this happens and now it's back to ab sucks i'm here to say listen ab was never my guy never but i'm not going to sit here and act like and ignore all the good things he did 10 out of these 11 games and be like he should have been benched even though he was playing some really good consistent ball. I mean, that truly doesn't make sense unless you have a personal agenda to want to get Kelvin Joseph out there. And I do want to see Kelvin not Joseph, bench. but at what at, at at what uh what risk?
6: Well, maybe not bench,
0: but shared reps
6: at least. <laughs> like, because I'm just like, it's like a wound, you know what I'm saying? He covered the wound up with the band-aid. But if you do something else, you just gonna reaggravate the wound.
0: You mean to tell See, me, Kelvin Joseph? That's where I'm coming from. And I love Kelvin Joseph, man. Listen, I, I, I don't even love him because I, he's played. I just I'm intrigued, right? He's a second round corner. I like his ability and things like that. You do know, as a rookie, he was going. He's going to get beat, right? I'm just saying.
6: I'm okay with him getting beat. I'm not okay with Anthony Brown getting beat. Being a six-year veteran, what? I'm not <laughs> okay
0: with nobody getting beat. I want to win. Do you want to win, or do you want to just be like, hey, you know, take your lumps and losses? I, I do, but I rather take my
6: lumps with players who gonna need
0: that. They Bro, I agree with you coming. I, you. I agree with you coming into the season. I agree with you maybe after week one, but after ten games of seeing AB play really productive ball. You wanted to say, hey, dog, you're playing really good. You're playing some really good ball, but you know what? I want this rookie to come in here and get beat in about three or four of these games just so we can get experience. We might lose a couple of those games because of him, but I want to see him get beat. I know you're playing well over there. I know you're helping us win, but I want this rookie to come in here. I want to sit you down so he can get beat, so he can take his lumps. Do you want to win or do you want your rookie to take his lumps? You, You can't possibly, without an agenda, personally say, A.B., you're 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 playing well, sit down, because I want this guy to come in, even if it, it might help us lose. That doesn't make any sense, Pre-Man. He was playing good ball. I, we got we to gotta get over our A.B. thing at, at, at that point in time when he's playing well and say, you know what, sir, you're playing well. You deserve to be out there. That's all I'm saying.
6: Well, let's see how he
0: plays next week.
6: <laughs> yeah. Let's see how he plays next week. Uh, Gallimore is supposed to come back before Randy Gregory.
0: They were saying that this morning. Surprisingly, I I ain't hold my breath. I ain't hold my breath on Neville Gallimore. We'll see when he gets back out there. We'll
6: see. But all right, man. Thank you. Until next time.
0: All right, brother. Did AB suck Trey before Sunday? Because AB, listen, like I said, coming into the game in the season, y'all it'll go back. I'm on record. I don't want the man starting. It took me probably to about week six to be like, "Man, he's playing really good. He's playing. He's playing confidently. He's playing really good." I'm just saying, man. It, it's it's a it's a strain. It, it, hey, man, it's, it's it's fandom. You know, it's fandom. I get it. We all like players. We all have guys we like. But is it about winning or is about getting the guys you out there to get out there that you like? Up until Thursday, y'all really wanted to be, I, mean, I mean, truly, did the masses want to bench AB? I should put that as a question. Before Thursday, did you want to bench AB in, in those 10 games in between? Hey, I oh, do I'm with you, Denzel. Diggs gets beat too, and I love Diggs. Like, rookie's going to get beat. AB's got beat less. We're going to get to a few more here And one and of my guy, Mel What's up, Mel?
7: Top of the morning
0: What's up, good brother? How you doing? Good morning
7: Man, everything's good, bro can, can we just tell the truth about at least one thing? Up until really kind of Thanksgiving and I'm going to just say this And I'm probably going to get late. But if we just talking consistency At the corner position AB dude doing better than Diggs <laughs>
0: Hot fire. It was a question. <laughs> it was a question that was brought up on on the round table and, and and a lot really within Cowboys Nation. And um, and I, I use the word consistent. Uh, I yeah
7: consistent. I yeah. say just consistent corner play. Maybe even better than Diggs. I up until even, Thanksgiving,
0: I didn't even want to go there because I don't want to ignore the eight interceptions. But 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 AB got three of his own, and he was also playing really good in man coverage. But Thursday, just just all you know how when they when they say the levees break. Levy's broke on AB, and what is the one thing we always say, Mel and, and Chat? I always say about AB: if he, if you see AB doing this, <laughs> uh, and his hit, you got a problem. And if I'm a quarterback, if yep. I'm a defensive co- or offense coordinator, I'd be like, "Got him, got him." Because if he loses his confidence, then AB st- AB becomes a target, and he became a target. He becomes a target,
7: yeah. and and AB AB has like that toilet bowl syndrome, where when it starts to go down. It, it goes – it just it just spirals down. Like, it just keeps – like, he it, it doesn't seem – the one thing Diggs has that A.B. doesn't seem to have, Diggs puts plays behind him. He can get burnt, he can get beat, but it doesn't seem to toilet bowl. Diggs. Like, he, he can get burnt and get beat, and he'll come back and get a pick, or he'll come back and, and bat a ball down, and you'll see his confidence go sky high. Diggs. Where A.B., we, we saw it even has. in the uh, Tampa game.
0: He
7: has,
0: did, did he has a mentality. So yes, he has yeah. a mentality. I'm just saying.
7: Yes, yes. Ab, yeah, he, he don't seem to have that. But when when he's going, he's going. And for the past, I'ma probably say since the Tampa Bay game, he's so, been going.
0: It's been since he, the Tampa he, Bay. I
7: mean, he has been playing very very solid corner. The one thing to me, Ab always had a problem with was the deep ball. And even if you look at the Tampa game, it was a deep ball. It was a bunch of deep balls. And if you look at this game, it was a bunch of deep balls. And sometimes, you know, I've just felt like in this game, I was like, and just get him some help over the top. You know, get him some help over the top. A lot of the times out there, it just seemed like he really? was out there by
0: himself. Sure. Let's talk about that. For I mean, Dan Quinn, I think, glitched on Thursday. I don't really understand what he was doing. I, I thought so. <laughs> I like, thought so because, like, you know, like, and, uh, really – They they decided to feature Deshaun Jackson. They didn't do that all the last two or three games with him. And once you know, okay, they're featuring this guy, back the hell off. Because Deshaun Jackson is going to press your your coverage and man deep. Excuse me. And he did that. And he got, what, two penalties off of it. So, yeah. I I, I just think that Dan... Dan Quinn has some glitches, and some of those glitches involved Michael Parsons, who you know we got to get to. We got to get to our stock up. My bad, I've kind of been taking all the calls. I maybe we'll do it tomorrow. But Dan Quinn were, was utilizing Michael Parsons on these third downs as a stunt man in the middle for quite some time in that game. And, and I'm sitting here looking around, like, am I seeing this right? Why in the hell? are you just lining him up in the A-gap and having him rush the center to push the guard to get a loop man? Like, no. Michael Parsons is best when, in that position, being a rusher. Put his ass on the, on the line of scrimmage, on the edge, and let him go get Derek Carr. When he did that, he got ten pressures. I'm he, just saying. He was successful. <laughs> he was successful.
7: And uh, why, why is Malik Hooker, who's probably your best deep safety, Do want to up near the line of scrimmage, Do when these boys are throwing bombs on you?
0: Listen, there's a lot to talk about
7: here. Uh, it, yeah. it, it it was a it was a couple of little it was a couple of little Dan Quinn things, and and Dan Quinn has been great all year long. um, but you know, it, I don't I don't think it was his best day. So no, really? I know I know we want to we want to you know put put AB and fillet him, but um, you know, AB a. is who AB is. Yeah. But he been yeah. he's been having a good season. You know, you can't just. Man, he get him out of here. Leighton Vanderes Elkner. No, the one that's got to go is that damn
0: kicker. He got to go. I don't. I, he. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I have no confidence in him, and it, and it's wild because if it's the fourth quarter, you would think, oh, I got some confidence. He's been thirteen and fourteen, but I don't. You know, I, I don't. And I question the call from Mike McCarthy after your kicker just missed a thirty-five yarder. You elect to kick a fifty-nine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey. Line I'm just
7: like at this point, but we, we, we better off going for two. I mean, because the way he's missing kicks, it's, it's just like what what is going on. Uh, but you know, A.B., man, he's he. I, I honestly think that he'll be okay. He he doesn't have a. He, he's not facing a burner this week. Um, and here's another
0: one. Don't sleep on, don't sleep on uh,
7: Jordan, Jordan Lewis wasn't no good. Oh, why, why nobody coming for you?
0: Was awful. It was bad. Why I mean, nobody
7: coming for him? Nobody. I don't. I don't. I don't see no. Jordan Lewis got to go in the chat. I don't see no. Jordan Lewis got to get out of here on Twitter.
0: But because it's, you know Anthony uh, Brown you know, is the hot button, right? Anthony Brown's a low hanger free. Yep, it's real exactly. easy to, to come at AB when in reality, the worst part about AB in that game was the flags. It wasn't. He wasn't giving up a ton of catches. The one catch he gave up was on a third and eight, where he lined up. He kind of gave up the middle of the field. Um and, and they went into man again. Why the hell was my bro going into man all all game nonetheless? Uh, and they ran that drag out route. I think it was either Zay Jones or somebody ran a drag on him, and they converted for like twelve yards. I think that was the biggest catch he gave up on the game. Other than that, it was it was a ton of flags. Yeah.
7: But and uh and on the fumble, the fumble they the NFL they have to get better on that because if you look at what I will always say about the NBA, it does seem like they're always trying to improve their refereeing, where the the NFL is just like a football move. Well, what the hell is a football move? Like, and that's the thing. you know, just define it. Hey, you got the ball, you take two steps, and anything after that, that's the catch. You know, it's just like simplifying, because he definitely caught the ball, and he tucked it.
1: It's
7: clearly and, and started, I mean, it was, I'm not, you know, I don't want to say that was the game. We still had opportunities there, but, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And uh, whoever saying anything about that, y'all gotta stop, bro. Right. Like that, that this has gotta stop. Um, I thought he was a little, and when I say he, I'm only saying like because we're talking about that. But you gotta look at the offense as an entire thing moving. It's not just the ball was behind. Well, first of all, fans, y'all don't know what what that route, where that route was supposed to be, where Dak was expecting the guy supposed to be. Who are you talking about? We just all,
0: Noah? huh? What what, what player are you talking about?
7: No, I mean in general. Oh. In general, oh, no, no. like when 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 we're when we're saying, you know, oh, the ball was behind him, or, um, you know, uh, uh, Dak is off. Well, when. If Dak is used to throwing to Amari yeah. CD and and uh, even I'm I'm gonna say said because said has been in that slot really uh, all year Mark long and CD
0: yeah it, it, I, I get what you're saying it's something that me and Jesse yeah. talk about where and, and the perfect the perfect uh, example of what you're saying is the Michael Gallup route where he mm-hmm. ran like a seven kind of or, or or a pylon route and Dak was throwing to a spot and me and Jesse Jesse says this a lot. That's actually a route that's for CeeDee Lamb and Mark Cooper. And those guys come in and out. Of their break's entirely different than, than Michael Gallup. And and Dak usually throws to a spot. Now, Gallup tri- got tripped up, which I don't know if it should have been a, a penalty or not. I, I couldn't really tell how much that cornerback got on him. but um, And Dak threw it to the pylon. And Michael Gallup kind of rounded his route. And you saw immediately Dak is like, yo, we're, go to the spot. And the only, the only adjustment I would make on that is, okay, it's Michael Gallup. He's not the sharpest route runner post-route. What I mean is once he gets into his route, he's not great out of his breaks. He's a big guy, so, you know, that's not his, his style. Uh, so my thing is just throw it up to Michael Gallup. Uh, but when they practice these timing routes, they don't practice just throwing them up at that point. They practice to a spot. And I think that's what you mean. If that happened to be Mari Cooper, oh, he's coming out that route, and he's not stopping. He's not putting his hands up and waving. He's coming out and he's running to the spot and it's probably pitch and catch. Um so you're right. Exactly. Yeah, there's different routes it, for different players. Yeah.
7: And I think and I think you really really saw it this week versus last week. So last week the first play of the game, he throws deep to um to Gallup and it's like way off. But you saw this week, they were able to get their timing down in practice. They were able to work on it. His best throws of the game were the two deep balls to Gallup. So it's just, you got to get, when all of these Dak moving Prescott. parts are going,
0: you ready to say it again? I'm not worried about Dak Prescott, bro. You ain't got to explain to me. Nah, no, like not at all.
7: <laughs> not at, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? I'm really probably talking, I'm not talking to you. You right. know what I mean? Right. But um, people got to give, they got to give. They gotta look at the offense as a whole. Don't just look at that. And I'm a, I'll, uh, I'm gonna jump off. I know other people want to get yeah. in, but we gotta, we we gotta get T.P. the ball, man. I I I, I love Zeke, bro. I love Zeke. I love Zeke. I even wore his jersey on Thanksgiving. But he gotta sit down. Like this is, it's a waste of a play. I'm sorry. It, it's it, it, a waste of a play. It's a waste of a play. Like it's either two yards or even when he catches, you go straight down. It's a way. Right now, you gotta go to TP, man. You
0: gotta go to TP. <sighs> yeah, I'm not talking about that now. All right.
7: Yeah, I'll, I'll listen off air. All
0: Appreciate right, brother. you, bro. Yep. Um, he said a couple things in there. I want to kind of get back to. Uh, he talked about Hooker and KZ. Are we seeing? Are we, are, is, K, is KZ to you guys? Because to me, is uh, starting to kind of downtrend ever since that DUI. I mean, that week of the DUI, really, was the, the play the pass against, uh, who was it, Bourne or whoever the hell went 70-something yards. Ever since then, man, KZ has not really been that free safety, safety valve. I, 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 I kind of want to see Malik Hooker. Are we missing Donovan Wilson? I don't know if he plays that free safety position, but, you know, I kind of want to see Malik Hooker back there. there was, and it wasn't just the play against Deshaun Jackson, which, what are you doing, man? KZ has been taking... Xavier Woods type angles Uh, It was another play on third and long. He's just floating around intermediate of the field and a player got behind him. And I think the corner was expecting to have safety help and he gave up a big play. I think it was to Hunter Renfro and it's like KZ or what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Um, So I'm kind of souring on Demonte KZ and not because of one game. This has actually been the last like five games. He's been kind of out of position. Uh, Jay had another super chat, super chat. In my opinion, he says, in my opinion, Diggs actually has been solid the last three games. He hasn't had picks, but he's actually played good without getting burnt. Uh Diggs was fine. He, he, his tackling was more of an issue than his coverage uh in this game on Thursday. I thought that there was a blatant push-off. I mean blatant push-off on maybe a third down and and they they converted. I you know, I just don't understand how you the offensive pass interferences are aren't being called this year, but you touch a receiver, they're calling defensive pass interference don't understand it. TC said the angles these guys were taking were just flat out bad. They they were. uh, The tackling was awful. That's why, I mean, again, that's why I'm glad I was off a few days. Get a chance to reflect because a lot of heat was coming at the wrong part of the team. In my opinion, the defense should be generating most of the heat. They gave up 500 yards of total offense while the team went three for 13. On third down, the opposing team. It was bad, bad tackling. Back, I mean, like like my man said, we're getting on AB, bro. Jordan Lewis was terrible. He'll tell you that. He was worse than Anthony Brown. Hunter Renfro had like a buck thirty four, and probably a buck twenty of it was on Jordan Lewis. Yeah, KZ was terrible. Pass rush aside from Michael Parsons was terrible. And, and I'm going to we're going to save because this is basically, you know, how we do family meetings after the after the game. Um, I'm going to save the uh oh, did something happen? Uh, I just saw it breaking news. <sighs> Looks like we have breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mike McCarthy now joins the COVID list. Let me just let me just get over here and, and 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 bear with me. Mike McCarthy tested positive for COVID. So he will not be coaching on Thursday. And it's only Monday, so I have a very, very bad feeling about the rest of the week, players, coaches. I'm not going to lie to you. So there we have it, man. Mike McCarthy is out, has tested positive for COVID. Uh, my guess is Kellen, is Kellen, who is the, no, the assistant head coach, I think is actually uh, the, the Brown guy. I forget his name. I don't think he'll put on a headset though. Willie he? he ain't get on a headset? Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, here we go, man. I mean, adversity has been hitting the Dallas Cowboys all year. And they will face maybe their biggest test on Thursday, you know, not necessarily a short week, but an, an odd week without your head coach, without your offensive line coaches, without your strength of the conditioning coaches, without one of your tackles. Hopefully, you get your other guys back. Um, you would hope they would rally around all this, all this controversy. And Ben McAdoo, technically Ben McAdoo's is not on the staff, so he can't he can't come come down and coach. He's a consultant. Uh, I wonder who will be the interim coach. Very interesting. Philbin's out. Philbin is not the assistant head coach. The actual title, if I'm not mistaken, is is the relationship guy. Give me a second, y'all. I forget his name. Y'all probably going to say it before I do, but let me find out. There's his name, Rob Davis. I said Brown. It's Rob Davis. So Rob Davis is technically your assistant head coach, but Rob Davis is more of a relationship with the players type of guy he i forget his his title um so so you're not going to have mccarthy you're not going to have joe philbin you're not going to have jeff blasco who's your assistant offensive line coach you're not going to have your uh, other offensive line coach in fact tight end coach lunda wells is actually um, going to be coaching some of the line according to zach martin look here. Well, Scott Tolzien is also out in regards to the COVID and your entire, I think, your entire uh, strength and conditioning room is going to be out. So here we have it, man. Breaking news. Cowboys lose Mike McCarthy this Thursday to COVID. Um, Fortunately, there's a 10-day period between Thursday and the next time the Cowboys play. You would think uh, they'd be back, but I'm at the point right now. Whatever the hell they did last year, locking themselves up in Omni, whatever, they need to do that. There's clearly a problem. There's clearly an issue. Um, something is not right down there in that, da- like down here in Dallas. Something is not right at the star. Uh these guys, I don't know if they're I'm not saying they're careless, but maybe those who they're around is ca- I don't know. I'm not in that locker room. But all I'm saying is these boys want to get to where they want to get to. they <laughs> They're gonna have to tighten up. That's all I'm gonna say. They're gonna have to tighten up. And tighten up, man. So who do you guys think is gonna be? George Edwards. I'm seeing Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn likes to stay up in that booth, though. So I can see a George Edwards. Good lord. I hope it's not bones. <laughs> Somebody said as long as it's not bones. I love the Joe Witt Jr. situation. Um <laughs> Fresh said, Jerry. So there we have it, man. I'm not gonna get to all these calls, but I'll get to a few more here. Rick, man, what you got for us, Rick, After hearing about this news, uh, uh
8: you know, well, sky, what cowboy nation, let's get them likes and shares up and all that good stuff. Uh, what I gotta say about that is, okay, it gives a, it gives the team a time to reflect on what's going on. Mike McCarthy might sit, he gonna have to sit his butt down, but now he might go into the lab by himself for a minute hey, and figure a couple out. things out. You know what I'm saying? Pick a couple things out that he been doing wrong. My whole thing is like this. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big thing. Uh, but now it's time for the leaders of this team to step all the way up. It's time to see what Kevin Moore Kevin Moore gonna do. You know what I mean? It's time to see what Dak Prescott gonna do. Uh, and and Dan Quinn and his defense. My whole thing is like this, man. Uh, uh, it's gonna show the heart of this team to me. It's gonna it's gonna show what we made of sure. without our head coach. It's gonna, to me. Uh my my thing, my whole thing about everything that we was talking about, because I was gonna come in with yeah, let's get this kicker up out of here. I'm tired of
0: him. He's he's close to ten points. He's added up. he uh isn't he about close to ten points? Eleven. That he don't miss uh, for the I'm, in between. If I'm not mistaken, brother, I think it's eleven points he's left on the field uh in the in two of the four losses, so. And, and and put it this way. Oh. Last week the Cowboys lost by three. First week they lost by two. That's five points in those games, if I'm not mistaken. He's left eleven points on the board.
8: See what I'm saying? And I could we be wrong on that, that number, to... but
0: but I thought I saw that on Twitter.
8: How about it says them, they're close and then, and that's a damn shame. And my whole thing is like this missing extra points, missing field goals are deflating to the team. Because you not you your job is to come in and kick the field goals. Uh that's all you gotta do, bro and get the ball out of the back of the end zone. That's your, that's your job, man. If you can't do that, we got to get somebody else in here. Cause last time I checked, when he was up for COVID, the dude that stepped in for you know him, saying? he didn't miss nothing. He, didn't,
0: he had five so why, why did,
8: and he didn't miss none. That's what I'm saying. My whole thing is like, if they got to tell – uh, Bones? No, Bones, we ain't doing this no more. This, project, this this science project is over with, bro. This experiment is over with. We tired of him, man, because he, he he bringing the morale of the team down when he's missing these extra points and field goals. I don't care if he can kick a 60-yarder. I don't care about that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? We should never be putting him in a position to have to kick 60 yards any damn way. That's what I say. But my whole thing is, too, with Anthony Brown... I'm tired. I'm tired, dog. I'm I'm, like, I'm ready to see something different. I understand the man be playing pretty good this season. I give him his kudos points for that. I think that we need to see what Kevin Joseph is. You know, what I mean, w- w- what he gonna bring to the table? Because I feel like so why not? I feel like do, why not do
0: it in for Jordan Lewis, who's been playing worse than Anthony Brown this year? I don't want but see, I, I the reason I say that is because I want to see him at the two.
8: The reason I want to see him at the two is because I, probably, I sure, believe he's going to bring slide, that dog. Sure,
0: slide around inside.
8: I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I I'm doing think that a- all day.
0: I think A.B.'s played better slide
8: than Jordan him. Lewis all year. Yeah, so slide him to the middle. I mean, slide him to the uh, the nickel position. I'm cool with that. But my thing is this. Like y'all been saying, we've been seeing this stuff for a long time with, with AB. When he start, when he playing good, he's playing good. Whoa, when he's playing whoa, 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 whoa. bad, he's playing bad. Anybody hearing this? You know what I'm saying? Amari
0: Cooper news? What's going? No. on? No. Somebody said Amari Cooper may not play. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find this out while Wait, we're yeah. a lot of stuff is breaking here. Yeah,
8: man. And my whole thing is, I, I really believe Calvin Calvin Joseph, boss man, fat. We'll bring that extra dog that we need on the field because you already see what happened on that penalty. They they was they was, they was scrapping it out, and I, I want to see some of that because I, I really believe our our team played better when when we are playing that's scrappy. It. You know what I mean? And my thing is like this: like I said before, when AB get burnt, he all in his head. When somebody like Diggs get burnt, he putting it behind him. You know what I mean? He going and now he going to keep playing, and that's what we need out there. You know what I mean we need people that can get over whatever just happened. Oh, time and, out. Time out. Mark, I'm not
0: putting fake news out there. I'm reading the chat. Somebody said in the chat about about Amari Cooper. So you get on them. Um Maya and Adrian. Uh what, I don't know. I don't see anything like that. Stevie Mack just told me there's no news about Amari Cooper. So yeah, I agree. If you if you just don't say stuff if you don't have any 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 sources here. That that's major. So uh, I digress. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that's that's my
8: main thing, you know. Uh, it's it's time for AB to move to the slot. That's what I believe. He's been playing pretty good, but I really want to see what Calvin Joseph brings to the table. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna be real.
0: I'll address this one more time. I'm gonna be real. I am. I want to see. I want to see him as well, but at what cost? Like, if this was at the beginning of the season, I hear that we got six games left. We're about to head into the playoffs. Do I remember it took Mm -hmm. it took Diggs about 10? Diggs was not good for about eight to 10 games last year, and which was expected. He's a rookie, it's gonna happen. He's gonna get beat, he's gonna get he's gonna be bad. That happens. Uh, Look at AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell was looked at as a bust last year. This year is one of the best cornerbacks. Are you willing to go through the growing pains for the last eight to 10 games or whatever it is with Kelvin Joseph getting beat, costing you touchdowns? Because think about it, AB has only given up, I think, one touchdown this year, maybe two, could be wrong, could be two. Um, uh, costing you touchdowns, costing you penalties. A B only had one penalty till last week. Are you willing, right, to, to give up that for Kelvin Joseph to kind of get beat on and pounded on for the next eight to ten weeks?
8: Yes. Uh-huh. Me personally, yes. I, I do because we don't we don't see this A B show for how many years now? I you know, well, don't well, get me, me wrong. Let's not talk about he tightened it. it up. Yeah, let's talk about this year. About he this been tightening he tightened it up. But I, I look at I look at him as the uh, Remember that uh, old cornerback that Pittsburgh Simply used to have number twenty two, gay? And do you remember when they used every time somebody scores something big or throw a bomb or something down the field or need a penalty, they go to his side every time. Uh, Anthony Brown had one
0: penalty before Thursday.
8: Bruh, I'm putting
0: it to you like this. (laughs) I want to see the rook. It's time there to see the Rook. That's just me. That's you, just me. You just, just want me. to see the Rook. I totally get it. But it, but I want to see the Rook. What, I, what I'm trying to get people to understand is don't just be like, oh, I'm just going to blindly throw the Rookie in there and act like A.B.'s been bad this year. He hasn't. If you blindly i you never want, said that. Not you. Not you. People. I said people. If if you want to see the yeah. Rookie, it's purely it's purely based on your personal agenda and not play on the field. Right? I, wanna, I just
8: want to see him. Because huh. I'm tired of A.B., man. I'm just tired of looking at A.B. on that second for the second quarter. I don't believe he's our good, better second corner on this team. I really believe he's the better slot corner. I believe he'll be way better in the slot. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where the speedier guy is anyway. For the mm-hmm. most part, on a lot of these teams, is the slot guy. And my thing is like this. I, I really believe Calvin, Calvin Joseph, yeah, he might get beat. He's going to get beat. But I think he bring a, a certain type of attitude and a certain type of dog we need out there on that field. You know what I mean? That's people, a person that's gonna contest certain things and gonna be gonna blanket show and blanket your cornerback. I mean your, uh, your your wide receiver. Right. I really believe he's that dude. You know what I mean? And I love. The, I I don't like the penalty last week. You know, with them on the on the uh on that on that return.
0: I don't like it, but at the same time, I do love that dog no man penalty family. like they, they, they we gonna have, fight to the end. It shouldn't have been a penalty. I mean what was it what are they gonna do? He, he was getting rag dog on the sideline of course he's gonna fight back. And then they, they threw him out. There shouldn't have been a penalty. That was a that was a bogus decision. I mean you wanna yeah. call a penalty, yeah. call a penalty, but they shouldn't have kicked him out, is what I'm saying. Um Yeah,
8: I agree with that too, because the the worst, I don't know what it is. Uh it seems like ever since they kinda kinda uh we kinda caught them out a little bit. They've been they've been throwing flags left and right, man, on some of the for for some of the dumbest reasons. And at the same time, too, they let other teams get away with murder on us, pushing off, holding. I don't
3: know how many this, times I've
0: seen uh, this crew. People getting we, hold. We've had this crew twice this year, week one and Thursday. Uh, in those games, there has been a combined forty-seven flags. I'm not even counting the ones that were waved off, so it was about fifty or so. About fifty flags thrown. For over 400 total yards. This crew, like like when you get a crew, and I think it was Bill Parcells who said it, he used to coach referees. like He would go and look and watch, and, and, and okay, this referee crew calls this, or they do that. I'm wondering if if McCarthy does that as well. I know he said, I overcoached penalties the one week, and we came out and got whooped by Denver. Uh, maybe he should have paid more attention to this crew. And maybe the game plan should have been more mm-hmm. just throw it up to Michael Gallup and, and, and see if they get a flag. Throw it up to Noah Brown. See if we get a flag, because it worked for the for the Raiders.
8: But yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man. And my whole thing is this too, and I agree with your point and I'm about to get up off here. Uh we didn't get any real pressure on the on the passer. You know what I mean? We really well, didn't get no real pressure on, on on car besides Micah. And my whole thing is like this. I really believe our corners are better when we get in pressure. You know what I mean? And well,
0: everybody every corner, uh, right? All corners are better, right? When you're pressuring.
8: Yeah, yeah, we just we we, we, we couldn't get no pressure on the dude, so that's uh. why they were slinging it over to the yard. And my one thing before I leave. LBE and Neil, man, one of them gotta go. One of them gotta sit down, man. We, it's we, not do
1: happen.
0: The, what? <laughs> we don't <sighs> have enough linebackers. Again, we can come on here every week and say it. We don't have enough linebackers. It just they just don't. So they're going to play. We know, we understand they're not that good this year. So I'm with you, man. Like it's something that we gotta worry about in the offseason. They're not they' you can't sit it, them until you get D Law and Randy Gregory back. Then you can put Michael back at, at the linebacker position. Until then, you're going to see LVE. You're going to see Keanu Neal. You're going to see Gifford. That's what. That's the linebackers. That is what it is. Bro.
8: Yeah, I I re- I'd rather see Gifford out there than this dude LVE. That's just my opinion, man. That's it, man. I'm up out of here, Sky. Peace, right, Lord Nation. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> Cowboy Nation. I'm up out of here, man. Holler
0: at you in a minute. All right, Peace. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not shocked. It's Cowboys Nation. I'm not shocked. Yeah, I I, I think there's been an overreaction. To Thursday in regards to, to A B, man. I didn't think it would go to this extent where people are trying to kick him off the bridge. I again, after further review, I urge you go back and watch the take. Now, broadcast, you can't really see it, but the bird's eye view, you can see the coverage. If you want to kick him off the bridge because of the penalties, I'm not gonna argue with you. He got the flags thrown on him. Um, I think it's a it's it's a preference thing here. If you want to risk like Reek and some other people, you're, you're willing to risk Joseph Joseph getting beat, Joseph going through his growing pains at week 12 in the season. Hey, then, then you go ahead and you throw him in there. I think that has passed though. To me. I think it's 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 unless AB can just tanks, right? A B goes back to being terrible AB, which he hasn't been this year. Then yeah, you throw you throw Joseph in there. Um, but he hadn't been he hasn't he hasn't been not even terrible, he hasn't been bad. Not even bad. He's been good. So it's tricky. Like you just say, you know what, man? You got those four flags. One week, we're going to bench you. All right. I mean, all right. Let's see what he got then. Let's see what Kelvin Joseph got then. But um, I am. You know, I'm, I'm not about to sit here and kick him off the bridge because of a bullcrap game, in my opinion, with the referees. Uh, his coverage was actually fine in that game. But but no one no one cares about that. I understand. You know, no one's looking at plays that don't go to your side. No one's looking at any of that stuff. All they care about is the four penalties. I get it. DJ. What's up, DJ? Hey,
9: what's going on, Sky? How you doing, bro?
0: I'm good, man. What's up with you? Oh,
9: uh, you know, just make it, make it, man. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I was... I know once the team gets healthy and all that, we'll be fine. I'm not tripping about that, but I am getting to a very frustrated and annoyed state, oh, for if sure. that makes any sense. No, it makes a ton of sense, and I'm <laughs> with you,
0: bro. I'm annoyed with the with the stuff as well.
9: So, you know, I, overall, like, my immediate reaction was, you know, A.B. long-term, just to address that since we've been talking about it.
0: Oh, long-term. I'm not for long-term, but go ahead.
9: Well, you know, I mean, rest of the season. That's what oh, i mean, okay. I, mean, what, I, what I say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, my immediate thing was, like, why don't – because obviously fundamentally there was something that he was doing to get flagged. And, and it's not like it's a ten, fifteen 15-yard penalty. These are 20, 30, 40 yards down the field. Right. I was like, why not pull him for this game? Because the refs are seeing something that he's doing fundamentally, right? Mm. Now, obviously, I go back and I watch everything, and I was like, well, you know, who are you going to put in the spot? Jordan Lewis was playing like trash. Who do you have after that? Like, there was nothing else that they could have done. So I kind of backed off on yeah. I, on that after a while. But I, I think, you know, it was just that game and that crew, which if that crew comes back up and we have them on the docket again, then, you know, we have to address that then. But, I mean. Yeah, I, that's a, a that's good. an
0: interesting point you bring up. It's kind of similar to the to – the, uh... Connor Williams thing and I wanted to bring it up a reek too. If 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 A B goes down this flag happy, you know, path like Connor Williams, then you you gotta make the change. Um but the problem is yeah. he's been flagged one time, literally one time, in eleven yeah. games and zero defensive pass interference penalties. Zero. Zero holding penalties, I think. So it, it's it's kinda mm-hmm. hard to just be like, you know, bench him. But in that game, by the time he got the fourth one, it was a wrap. But if you said, hey, man, A.B., I don't know what's going on out there. We're going to put in Kelvin. I, I'm not mad at that, you know, because you, you can say, yo, they're targeting you, man. It's not you. Is they're targeting you, yada, yada, yada. But but how do you do that? Like, how do you just go ahead and bench you because of the flags and then I'll put you back in the next week? That Again, we got to understand this ain't Madden. This football, these are real yeah, players, yeah. right? And if you bench Anthony Brown, I don't think there's no going back. And I'm not saying people would be upset about it, but – You'd be like, dude, that's, that's AB's
9: biggest thing. That's, that's AB's biggest thing is confidence, right? Like
0: that's, that's, I mean, that's that's, my thing, right? That's my thing with him. If he loses his confidence, it it tends to kind of go downhill.
9: Yeah. But it's just like, I was just trying to address that real quick, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Overall, it's just, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be fine. You know, I think they, they've taken a hit to the team's confidence since we're talking about that as a whole. Um, from that six and one team that we had a few weeks back, um, so I think they've taken a hit, and they just kind of have to restructure. it. Like understand? Like overall, like these guys, we're losing the teams who have their starters now. Everybody's got injuries at this point, but we're losing yeah, to teams who season. have have their main guys, like their 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 stands, their their flagpoles. They have those guys in there, and we don't and we're losing. Their starters are better than our fa- or better than our backups that they're playing against, besides Dak and besides Micah. But overall, like, I'm done with the Brown, but the Brown I'm done with is on the offensive side of the ball. That man's been targeted like five times in two Ooh. games. And has three. He
0: said, I'm done with the Brown on I'm offense. <laughs> Hey, man. Listen. Like,
9: I'm done with the prep. Like, I put Miles Turner in. I never uh, want to see Noah Brown on the field again, bro. Like, I, that's why, because I was a wide receiver, so I kind of see that yeah. stuff more. But, so like, I'm done. like, how, the ball's hitting the hand. I don't care if it's behind you, or above you, right. you, or whatever. It's hit your hands, and you're a professional. You get paid. And I'm not in the league, so I understand what I'm saying and who I'm talking to. But he's dropped the ball three times in five targets, dude. I'm over.
0: Yeah, in critical of, situation, I mean a little bit. I mean a little bit of crow on that one. I, 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 you know. So listen, when Noah Brown was making some of these clutch grabs or, or good catches and things like that, when we had our guys, I was, I was, I fell into the trap. I was like, you know what? I'm, if Noah Brown has to get more reps, Noah Brown can do it. Eh, that's not necessarily the case, man. Noah Brown has showed the last couple games he is what he is. Say it with me, it is. What it, it is. is, what it is. Bro. <laughs> he's a fourth, fifth wide receiver who can make a catch or two for you in the game, Uh, but you, you, you're not gonna. It's Noah Brown. I like
9: what, what I found out, bro, is that he can't catch the ball on the run. If he does a curl route and he's like he's still, he's not moving. We're cool, we're douche. But he he's running side to side or That's up good, the absolutely. field or whatever, he, he flips out, bro.
0: That's a good observation. That's a very good observation. Um, he's had some some drops. Now, I'm not even just talking about that third and seven. He, he dropped some other ones in the game. He dropped some in in uh, in KC. He's just he had, yeah.
9: he, last week he had two targets and zero receptions, but they both hit his hand.
0: And they dropped it. <laughs> they both hit his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm with you. No, uh, Noah has been a disappointment. But all
9: right, man. I'll let you out. I'll let you go. That's all I had to
0: I appreciate the call, man. Man, fiery show today. And again, we always have these 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 meetings when when you know Cowboys lose. Uh, some people want to see Turner in the ball game. I mean, if we're keeping it a bean, Malik Turner, if I'm not mistaken, has actually had some wide receiver success in his career. Not a ton, not like he's been a thousand yard receiver or anything like that. But in Seattle, I thought he was called upon one year. And, uh, yeah, it was one year. It was one year, 22 targets, 240 yards. So it's, it's he played in 15 games. Sorry. Right. He, he hasn't really been a called upon that much, but I'm with whoever said it in the chat, man. I, if, if we get, if we're without Lamb, without Cooper, I kind of want to see Malik Turner, what, what he can do. Uh Somebody says, "Send me Why not? I mean, at this dang old point, uh, what are you losing now? Noah Brown knows the offense and things like that. Uh, he does make some catches, but I, yeah, I don't think Noah Brown has stepped up. I don't think he stepped up. Oh my bad. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get. I gotta get my guy James in here. I ain't even see you in here, brother. Uh, James, what's going on, good brother? God! Oh, my. Coming in with the fire.
10: Man, hold on. First off, if anyone has never seen it rain with the sun out, just go outside and look up, then pull up the Dallas Cowboys app and see the breaking news, because it is raining in Dallas right now.
1: Indeed. Oh,
10: my goodness. Up to eight people. Tested positive for Kobe, including freaky Mike, Mike McCarthy. Hold up. So
0: there's more than Mike nope. McCarthy on top of, I mean, we know we saw Steele and the other coaches. There's more that we don't know about.
10: Oh, man, it's, it's up to eight people. Hey, <socket> it's <sucking air> that, that, up to eight people, man. But, oh, my goodness, you know, this is. Uh, this is this is um because we've been talking a lot about uh, Anthony Brown and all that you know and Jay Luz had a bad game yeah uh, I think when we go back and we look at that tape two things we're going to see we did not get a pass rush oh uh, like uh, consistently throughout the throughout the game on on Thanksgiving Day and also when we go back and look at our all the previous games what we're going to see is that. When we got pass rush, we got turnovers. You see, so I mean, it that that was that was the that was the missing link right there on our defense pass yeah, rush. And,
0: and that goes back to to trying to decipher excuses quote unquote and reasons. Right, like I said this yeah. weeks ago, I said at some point next man up is going to bite you an ass. When is it? We'll find out when. And I think it was this week. You know, last week the pass rush was getting after Mahomes a little bit, a little bit, and pushing him off his spot and, and, and made it difficult. This week they they did not. They could not, for whatever get, reason, get the Derek Carr except for um, Michael Parsons. And it came back to bite us in the butt. But you're going to be getting these guys back. In fact, you need Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Let's not mistake in that. You know, there's only so many yeah. times you're going to be able to get by with a bunch of Jags. And no offense to Basham and, and to to uh, Dem- uh, Dorrance Armstrong and who, uh, whoever else is coming out there on third downs. They, they're Jags. They're, they're Hamilton, just, just another guy uh, at this uh,
10: point. Olsen, you
0: know. Well, Osa has hit that rookie wall. And and and, and I was going to get to who had her stock up. But we'll do it tomorrow. We'll talk about Tristan Hill guys like that tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about Tristan Talk about a
1: smart
10: player. Talk about a smart player. Just pop yeah. it on the him Tristan Hill. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. He, hey, I I take my hat off to him cuz he he never gave up. He never gave up. Anytime he was on the field, he never gave up. That was that was oh, I was very impressed at his play, you know. The one thing I do want to say about AB, which is uh what I I said, you know, uh right after that Bucks game that we had. Sure. Um they're going to have a game plan and and a lot of these offensive coordinators game plan are going to be simple when they're down and they need, they, they need a, a first down or they need some yards or they want to get in position, they're going to find number 30, yeah. go after number 30.
0: And, and that's, that's what, what
10: they what, did. I mean, I mean, to a T, every time we got in the position to stop the Raiders' offense, what they do? They put in D-Jack, send him up the field on number 30, boom, P.I. every time. You know, it, it wasn't, they, they, that, that was their game plan. I, I remember it was the second P.I. If when, uh, Deshaun Jackson was running around, he was just, he was just running up field. That's all he was doing. He just run up the field. The second P.I., he didn't even come, he didn't even finish the route. The ball wasn't even like near I know him. what you're talking he, about. Yeah. He, you see, he stopped on the round and then just going to start, uh, complaining to the, route. I'm like, oh, come on now. And in reality, you
0: know if you want to be real about that call, I think I know what the one you're talking about. That was a holding. So I was a little bit upset that they called pass interference because it granted them like 15 extra yards as opposed to, I think it's a five-yard penalty on the defense. So it was a holding. It was held before they even, you know, threw the ball in there. But that's neither here nor there.
10: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and and that's what's going to happen. Um, you know, shout out to uh, Nate Newton. I listen to him uh, off and on now and then. He, says, he said the thing, when you develop a stereotype in the NFL, it takes you. Four games to get rid of that stereotype. Huh. And once you get marked as a stereotype, the reps are going to be looking for it. The opposite team is going to coach towards it or coach gotcha. against it. Bill Belichick has, has has been a coaching genius to go to the ref pregame. Hey, 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 make sure you watch so-and-so. You know, uh, make sure you watch this player. He likes to do this at the dub. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. That, and that's what they've been
5: doing with Anthony
0: Brown. They're like, hey, well, when well he gets well, to the top of the- Well, James, to be fair, uh-huh. again, to be fair, because I want to make sure we, we understand this, he's been penalized yeah. one time before Thursday. So if teams are trying to do that, it hadn't been working until Thursday when, lo and behold, they get the referee crew who caused the most holding penalties and passing interference penalties in the league. Um, so it, it, I think it's, it's a strategic thing that the Raiders did. Oh, we got this group. We definitely don't want to try this on on Diggs because Diggs will get his hands on the ball and get an interception and, and yada yada yada, right? So the only other option mm-hmm. is to do what? We're gonna go after number thirty, which we thought all year would be the the theme. And it hadn't been working. Teams going after number thirty and for a while here he was the best corner. I'm not lying to you, the best corner, you know, numbers wise in in man to man coverage. And going deep on Anthony Brown wasn't really working on a consistent basis. Um, Thursday it did. Uh, So here's the thing that made me perk my ears up what you said. And you said Nate Newton said it. It'll take four games. Uh, Teams will come after it. So now I'm starting to think, and you're you're probably right, going into Thursday, going into the games after that, oh, well, it worked for the Raiders. So will Trevor Simeon do the same thing and Sean Payton? Will uh, whoever we play, you know, the Eagles, the – the the Tyler Haneke's, whatever will they do the same thing to Anthony Brown? I guess get ready for it. They, they probably will, and let's see if he can bounce back. Well,
10: here's going to be the dark horse, D. Law Tank back in the lineup for sure on opposite side of a Micah Parsons. <sighs> I don't think they're going to have the time. They 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 are not going to have the time.
0: Listen, bro. That that's why me personally, I'm not panicking. This this. And somebody said earlier, yeah, this, this franchise isn't the, the Bucks or it isn't the, uh, the Chiefs. Let me ask you something. Tampa Bay, what the hell was so special about Tampa Bay's franchise prior to Tom Brady arriving? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing was special about that franchise. But nonetheless, those two teams went through a rut, and they were able to dig themselves out and win the Super Bowl. They, they lost three or four. Um, and I'm not saying Dallas will win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, good teams, this happens. This happens throughout the season to certain teams. And I'd rather them face a situation like this now than have have it happen in December or have it happen in the playoffs. So um, you're going to get these guys back, and it should help with the pass rush. I'm excited to see Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence rushing the passer. And Tristan Hill, I got to throw him in there. He played well. I'll talk about it tomorrow.
10: So, and last thing, just to to everybody listening, okay, you got a hungry D-Law coming back. Yeah, he pissed you off got, too. in one more game, you got Randy returning. Pair them with a already solid Osa Diggie o- o- with a diamond in the rough and Justin Hamilton. You see, you can mix them in with a Terrell Basham, keeping them guys safe, or, Doris, or keep, say, keeping them fresh. Doran Armstrong, keeping them fresh. You can let Michael Parsons be the... I would say the Troy Palomalu of the front seven, you see what I'm saying? Guys, the running game is going to be stopped. You see, the pressure is going to be on these quarterbacks, and then we're going to see our defense return to form. We can't – you guys, There, you have your JAG players for a reason. They are not starters because – they are not able to take their game to the next level like these guys. We have consistently been missing for the last four or five games on both sides of the ball. But now you potentially get – you don't have a jag at wide receiver anymore. Now you got an Amari Cooper, or you don't have a jag in the slot no more. Now you have uh, a a C.D. Lamb coming back. You see what I'm saying? Now, with our offensive line, I'm not sure where that goes. But when you have those players on the on a on a, on a on a, on the ball,
0: yeah. you have
10: them in the game. Guys, the sky is the limit. We can return back to form. The only thing we can't predict is COVID.
0: COVID, man. That that, that is the one. It. You're right. You're right.
10: Cross our fingers, say our prayers, and hope to God that he doesn't let the bug hit and look like we didn't cross our fingers and say our prayers this week. So but that's all I got to say. Thank you, thank you, Sky, everybody listening. Keep press, keep pressing that like button. Keep subscribing, okay? Keep sharing this content. You're here for a reason. You're not on the fan for a reason. You're not on the four-letter network and the three-letter network for a reason. Because the content is good, the content is real, the content is fresh, and it's giving you an objective truth about what our team is and where we're going and if you like what you're hearing if you like what you're seeing hit that like button, hit that subscribe button because we're taking this all the way to the top sky's the limit baby and we're getting all our cowboy nation from the sky at a to Z. that's how we do it baby love you scott
0: my man i appreciate you 100 james i do man thank you thank you um Shout out to my guys on the fan, too, though, man. Jeff Kavanaugh, on my dude. Uh. Whew. So you're looking at it, you know. Cedric Wilson, 7 for 104. Michael Gallup, 5 for 106. Oh, the show was 346 in the tutty, and he dropped the Key third down, he dropped the ball. Sean McEwen gets his first touchdown. But I was told that, 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 that Dak can't elevate these guys. What the hell do you call that? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, man. Uh I think we might wanna end it with the overhead because we're getting a lot of calls, man. Oh, I hey, brother. Wondering. Happy
1: Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy got, Thanksgiving well, to you, Sky.
0: Listen, yeah. I
11: you know, this is still gonna be a positive Monday. You taught me that several weeks ago when I was negative about some stuff and you kinda you climbed on that. my butt about that. But um, you know, I have been sitting here for a while. Then my dog jumped on the phone and cut me off, and I got, was able to get back in, thank goodness, and and wait a while for you. And I appreciate you getting me on. But uh, today's positive for one reason only, and that Why is, is that? the fact that I have agreed with almost a hundred percent of what you have said, rather than arguing with you uh, about a lot of different things. And I've got a whole bunch of points, but it's coming down to one main thing. Uh, let's go, AB. Uh, we've known since week one that A.B. was going to be targeted because Diggs was the man, and they found out the hard way in the first few games you can't throw at Diggs, and they didn't throw at him Thursday. They threw at A.B., and two of those four penalties were total BS. Uh, we know that and should have never. I mean, when you've got somebody in a headlock, they can't turn around, and that's obvious. That Those, those pictures are there, and I guarantee you the reps are on the carpet today uh, getting yeah, chewed on because of what happened, and the and the anytime you have the owner of the team, the head coach, and several of the leading players all risking fines with the league, and you know Goodell may agree with them, but he's still going to fine them because he's got to get his you know money for his Cadillac, uh, and and he's going to still find these guys for for talking noise about the refs. But this is the worst refereeing job we've seen since week one. Oh, by the way, it's the same crew. So what a surprise. But A.B., I think, is going to be fine. I would not change a single thing out of our top three corners. I think J. Lou is playing his brains out this year. Uh, Diggs is, you know, if he's not defensive player of the year, he needs to be. But uh, A.B., I think, is going to get better. All this crying about A.B. reminds me, and you know, you roll your eyes when I go back into the old Ancient times, but back when Charlie Waters and Cliff Harris got here, Cliff Harris was a lock when he got in. He was a rookie starter. He knocked people out and he, he played well as a safety and he was, you know, there was never any question. Charlie Waters, they played him at corner for a few years and they kept trying and trying and trying to make a corner out of him and he failed miserably. Uh, and then when they finally smarted up and Landry moved him to safety, all of a sudden, the last few years, he was the leader of the defensive backs, and they called him Charlie's Angels, if you remember that, or you may not. Of course but I don't remember that. We had that. Dennis Thurman. <laughs> Dennis Thurman came in. Dennis Thurman came in and a couple other guys, and they really they they made something out of nothing because Charlie was back there with his leadership. It was Charlie's Angels.
0: Appreciate so he the history
11: lesson. He was a success after a while. Now, now with Dak, uh, I don't know if it's his calf uh, with with being out a while or whatever. His throwing motion is, is off a little bit. Uh, you know, Noah, Noah Brown, the, the reason he made the team and he got another contract is because wasn't because of his pass-catching ability. It was because his blocking. Uh, he's the only wide receiver we had for a long time that wasn't afraid to stick his head in there and knock somebody's private parts in the dirt. And he wasn't afraid to do it, and he still isn't. It's that Ohio State mentality. He'll get in there and knock your head off. So, uh, you know, and he, when he got a chance, he made some good throws. If you get him up, up in the air where he can go up for him, he's not afraid to give up the ribcage. So I think Noah is fine as a backup, as a four or five. He's going to be great. Um, we need, you know, whenever you like. You said earlier, if. Uh, Coop and CD aren't on the field and Dak's not used to throwing to some of these guys yeah but the throws are going to be off a little bit I think that's coming back but one more thing saying Pollard is the man and Zeke isn't going to make it Zeke's got to get healthy again Pollard can't take the beating of an inside runner 100 percent of the time Splitting runs between those two guys is good. Tony can stay healthy that way. Why they didn't pick up Phillip Lindsay when they had the chance. Maybe his contract was too big. I don't know the details. Uh, they had an they, opportunity they, to get him they from they the did. Texans.
0: They didn't. Um, there, it was a before waiver. Before they
11: signed, and he, I,
0: he signed somewhere else. But oh,
11: yeah. they had 24 to 48 hours.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me, oh, you going to let me talk? I'm sorry, go
11: ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. I'm just trying to get to my last point I'm, I know. I'm trying you're to, but
0: you're but you're wrong. I'm trying to tell you why they couldn't. About, they, about Philip Lindsay. It was a waiver situation. Dallas Cowboys are not at the top of the waiver order. The Dolphins were. So they 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 put a claim on him and they, they got they were at, they had a chance okay, to get is him.
11: that how he got picked up? Yeah. Because I I thought they were waiting for people to to t- trade for him or no, something. No, no, I don't he, know what the he, deal was. He got but he anyway, got, he got picked, picked up and I I keep I keep, you know, being from Palestine, I keep saying, hey, for a while out there, you know, Adrian Peterson was available and then he got cut for whoever picked him up and he's still out there and he's still got wheels, believe it or not, after all of his years. I don't think the Cowboys want to give him a chance to run up any more yards getting him that much closer to Emmett, though. And I I know that's kind of a cheap way to look at it, but I would like to see AD get a chance to finish his career in Dallas because I think he could help the team and he's still got speed you get him out on a quick, you know, screen, and he can do some damage. But the bottom line is this: we're coming up Thursday night. It now with McCarthy out, with Joe Philbin out, with all the other um, assistants out. I mean, they probably got, uh, you know, more and Quinn in a in a lockdown situation somewhere, where neither one of them hopefully can get sick. Because we still don't know. I mean, can you imagine? You beat you me to me. it a while ago when I said, Bones, oh, my God. Can you see Bones on the sidelines as the temporary head coach? I, I hope mean, not. We would be totally if, if Bones
0: is the head coach on, on Thursday, I'm telling you all right now, we're going for it on 4th and 16 from our own well, 10-yard line. We're going to try to we, block we every got, punt. It's going to get nutty. I'm just letting you all know that right
11: exactly. now. Exactly. It'll be funny. It'll be it'll be the Keystone Cops out there instead of the Dallas Cowboys. Because Bones, we should have never gotten rid of J.P. Latisseur but they didn't want him to overtake, you know, uh, Jason Witten's game what, what, totals. What is not killing me. They brought, um, they well, brought well, the J.P. From, Lattisor,
0: listen, man, when that happened in the offseason, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got to. Everybody was going crazy. Please. Oh, my God, they cut J.P. Lattisor. The snaps have been fine. Okay, he's a long okay, snapper. Okay, but why they why didn't the
11: – my, my question about the center is when you've got an all-pro – He's a long that snapper. Guy the guy, okay, the, but the, the long snapper is what I'm saying. He's been in that position for, what, 14 See, years, okay. and before that it was uh, the other guy that was a friend of Aikman's that was in that position for 15. They have a history of putting good guys in that position, and he was doing just fine. They didn't need to get rid of him and bring Jake in Bones' buddy from, from the
0: Rams. is a pro bowler. Long snapper too. I, sure. I'm not doing this. We're not talking about a,
11: a But what a long I'm saying snapper. is that it was not necessary to make that change. That
0: doesn't matter. It He's wasn't a long ne-
11: it wasn't needed. <laughs> but the bottom line is this. We're at a crossroads. Okay? And and I hate to I hate to put that much emphasis on the New Orleans game because from now on out, uh, other than other than the Cardinals, what do we have besides NFC East? Opponents. I'm not looking at a schedule. I think that's so it. It's just New
0: there. Orleans, and you're right. I think it's just New Orleans and the Cardinals, and they got the Arizona, NFC. Arizona
11: so. and and with Arizona, uh, the youngsters out. The Allen football guy, and and they got Colt in there playing quarterback. But Colt can beat him. He beat oh, him hey, when he you, was with
0: Washington. You do know you're going. You're kind of a little. You're kind of all over, right? Can we? Because let's close it. Let's well, what no. What I'm
11: yeah. saying is, is all of this is leading up to a crossroads, and. We've got so much laid on us right now, with the co- with COVID, the people out with COVID, with the injuries that are trying to come back, and all this other stuff. You know, I don't want to say this might not be the year because I feel like we still deserve to give them our positive our positivity mm-hmm. and everything else, and to see if we can come back. Uh, keep in mind, D. Laws coming off of a bad foot, so I'm not expecting him to be 100% the rest of the year. Randy Gregory, I think, will be a big hope. And and Micah can do some good. Uh, He's been doing good. But, you know, Micah the other night was the only thing we had, basically, on a pass rush that was consistent. And then you've got uh, the only thing we had, well, we really didn't have much except for Dak offensively that was consistent, uh, other than a lousy refereeing crew, which was hurting us. But I think any time you show the league – with your, with all of the people that have been griping about the refs, the Cowboys have made their statement, and that is whether we make it or we don't this year. We're showing that the referees are bad. All right, man. Final,
0: final, final word right here. I gotta get you going, man. We keep, we're just literally talking in circles. I can't respond because you know how that goes between me and you. You don't, you don't well, like I, when I do I told that. You so. I
11: was lot of stuff at you and then and i waited but i agreed with you on just about everything you right, said man, today. Well, i just think we're we're at a crossroads i and, got you uh, you know i don't know which way we're going to go thursday night but you guys have a great day i'll talk appreciate
0: to you, later. you peace you know i i i, I can't it, i i don't i don't know how, i don't know how you think this works oh i it's okay to call in but what you can't do is talk about 17 million things in one run-on sentence and then expect me to talk about that after. I, I, th- 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 this doesn't work that way, man. I'm sorry. We went from God knows what to JP freaking Latisaur. I, I mean. What the hell is even that? What are we doing? here? What are we doing? Right. Like. Got to come back, come back to this and let's, let's talk about what's happening now. Right. And, and then let me, let me rebut. If you don't allow me to rebut, you just be talking for 10 minutes. Sorry. Like, I can't, try to give you a shot, man. Oh, 903. 903, you better have a point 903, and we better not have 17 of them.
12: <laughs> All right, I'll make it 16. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so number one, Sean Hockley did a great job. I feel like he's on pace to beat his father's record for most <laughs> Uh
0: Hold on, you said what now? Sean Hockley did a great job? Flag on the play. <laughs> you just got a flag. Personal yeah, uh, foul. Talking about the referees, yeah.
12: <laughs> dude. They're gonna, they're gonna send me send me a fine. I get it. But uh, number two, uh, I feel like a lot of noise has been talked about AB. I mean, dude, the guy's been solid. So just that's we're 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 gonna leave it at that. And uh, what else did I want to talk about? I feel like I was listening to old head talk so much I forgot everything I was gonna say. Oh, Micah, gotta get that man on that line. Like uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited that we're getting D. Law and Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory back. Uh, so I think we'll be able to see uh, Micah do more lining up on the uh, at the linebacker position. Yeah. But also trying kind to of change oh. it up a little bit. Whenever they shift D law or Randy Gregory into the inside and send Michael on the outside Uh, So I'm really excited to see what our defense can do with with those three key pieces Mm -hmm. on the line But I also wanted to give a mad shout out to Tristan Hill because he played his ass off on Thursday Yes, he did Yeah, dude like I kind of wish we had a family barbecue today because he would have been at the table. He would have.
0: I mean, but he, he's, he's in my stock up. I was going to get to it today, but, but but again, this is kind of that family meeting we all venting and whatnot. Um, tomorrow I'll, I'll oh, get to yeah. the stock up, and, and he's going to be featured. I'm going to just tell you all that right now. He'll be featured.
12: Yeah. Well, the last thing I wanted to touch on was uh, it's, it's a conspiracy theory, but uh, that year that Zeke got suspended for those six games and Jerry went after Roger Goodell saying that, saying that what Bob Kraft did to him uh, during yeah. the flake gate is nothing compared to what Jerry's going to do to him. Like, I can't help but feel like ever since that moment, the refs have kind of been messing with us. Like, like I can't help well, but feel like that plays some significance.
0: It probably in, in does. It, it yeah. probably does. But I've always felt, and since I was a buck, I've always felt the referees had it out for the Cowboys. Um, at the time being a kid, I didn't really I didn't know the the history of Jerry Jones in the league, like that battle until I got to be like a teenager. um but but, I definitely do think the the Ezekiel Elliott situation may have uh, ramped up the front offices, you know, or not the front office. the yeah, the league office is vendetta against Jerry. Don't uh, make no mistake about it, man. They don't like him. they They respect him. They realize he waves a big stick in in the league. But I don't think they like him. When you sue oh, the yeah. league, I don't think you just you just ah oh, whatever. You sued us. Everything's good. So, um, and then Ezekiel Elliott thing I you think know, was was the Ezekiel Elliott thing I think was to make a statement, to make a point. You're the Cowboys, so th- what better team to make a point at, right? And, and we haven't seen the, that yeah. really hold water, hold its weight since Ezekiel Elliott. I've seen a ton of cases just like it. But have you seen anybody go on the exempt list? Have you seen anybody ex- suspended for seven weeks? Have you have you seen that yet? No.
12: I mean, other than Leo Collins, recently, like. Well, I'm talking about. I'm talking. No, 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 I'm
0: talking about for for yeah, the, the, the yeah. domestic situation.
12: Oh yeah, no, 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 no. You're exactly right. Like, uh, but uh, another another point to that is like Jerry has been the one that's been like staunch on blocking Roger Goodell's contract extension. So, I mean, <laughs> that's. Uh, some some food for thought, man. I I, I don't know if it's uh, all true or not, but yeah, it, it seems conspiratorial. So, good luck sorting all that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, doc.
0: Appreciate the call, man.
12: Always a pleasure, Scott.
0: Thank you, man. Uh, Jeremy says not a rumor. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know that it's a rumor either. I, I just think that or conspiracy. I do think that uh, Jerry's not. Liked up there with those guys, John Mara and those those dudes who sit at the head of that table. Jerry sit at the head of the table too, but they probably hate him. Um hey, listen, bro. I didn't tell you to stay on the line for an hour. <laughs> you have to stay on the line for an hour, Doug. We gotta learn some etiquette though. You call in. We're not gonna be rambling for 15 minutes without allowing I said that just we just had this conversation last week, man. I'm not going to derail the show with it, though. Just 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 relax. Final call, man. 3-2-1. What's up, 3-2-1? Hey,
13: what's up, guy?
0: What's going on with you, bro? So,
13: I want to say this, man, that uh, all those people that was tripping about A.B. and everything, all those start Calvin Joseph and stuff, y'all need to stop, dude, because think about the receivers that AB's had to go against lately. A, Calvin Joseph would have got schooled by some of those wide receivers and they would have took advantage of him being a rookie. So you have to keep AB out there, let Kelvin Joseph learn while he plays against Amari and CD every week. Then next year is the year you're going to let him start to play more and more. Now, as far as Dak goes, I'm going to keep it real and keep it 100. Dak played bad the first part of the game. Then as the game got, got going, and he started getting going. What? No, so you I'm saying bad? like, it wasn't, the, okay, the offense as a whole played bad during the first half, and then the game started getting going, okay. Can the offense started playing better.
0: Okay, let me, let me tell Sorry, you what Dak did though in the first half, because a lot of people have this, I this, this, mm-hmm. think they, they suppress this memory. Uh, Dak Prescott was 11 for 17 for about 150 yards and led two touchdown drives in the first half. I, how on earth is that bad? The score was seventeen, or should have been fourteen, but seventeen to thirteen at halftime. I, I get it. I said this before. Dak was not perfect in that first half, or in a game in general, in a game where he probably had to be perfect for for most people. Um, but I, I just, I'm just trying to figure out how eleven for seventeen, and you lead two touchdown drives in each quarter, is bad for hundred and roughly hundred and fifty yards, roughly about one forty three, I think it was. So. Did he make every throw? No, he did not make every throw. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Because I'm, I'm trying to – I'm not trying to be like, oh, you're just, you're just saying Dak because you like Dak Prescott. It's not even that. I sat on here and said he played terrible against the Broncos. He played terrible against the Chiefs. If one of the first things coming out of your mouth, not you, but as a fan, is, oh, Dak Prescott wasn't blah, 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 blah against the Raiders. Again, I offer you my glasses, man. And that's why this is called after further review. Because when I went back and watched, I'm like, where is this bad play in the first half that everyone is talking about? But I digress.
13: Well, I'll put like this. He didn't play necessarily his best half in the first. Because we've seen Gatsby up, and we've seen him want to just, like, tear somebody's knees, sure. him somebody a new
0: one. But when that's you, don't, I mean, when like you exactly. have fourth and fifth wide receivers <laughs> as your go-to, mm-hmm. right, don't, shouldn't you expect that your offense is not going to be the same?
13: Yeah, and, and honestly that's what Kevin Moore to call a better game plan to want to scheme around the fact that you don't have the receivers that are as talented as Amari and C E. Um, I feel like he didn't really utilize Gallup as much as he should have in the first half. Um, I felt like he could have or I felt like Keller could've used uh, Tony Pollard a little bit more in the passing game. I'm with get him you. on some wheel routes, get him on some curl routes I'm and stuff you. like that, get him going. Tony I mean, because Zeke, you know, he's banged up, man. We can't, you can't expect Zeke to want to play like this all-world either because he's a battling ram now. He's not yeah. this breakaway running back no more. And Zeke has to—he needs the rest. That's my honest opinion. I think Zeke needs to get a little bit of rest. Maybe take a game off, rest that knee up, rehab, stay off it. Because we're gonna need him for the long stretch, especially if we have to go somewhere like Green Bay.
0: Yeah. Boy, yeah, K- Kellen, Kellen deserves some criticism over these last three and a half weeks. Um, kind of maybe being stubborn. Yeah. Or Mike, whoever the call is to feature Ezekiel Elliott when he's clearly hampered deserves to be criticized. He's clearly hampered. He needs to sit down, and we talked about at the top of the show. Um, I-, I wonder if he does. He's saying he's going to try to fight through it. Him fighting through it to me is just being a detriment to this team. He's hand the ball off, put your head down, and fall forward. That's what Zeke is. When he was at his best, though, when he was healthy or what have you, he was making jump cuts. He was he was breaking tackles, right? He was getting some big runs. He's not doing that right now.
13: Yeah, and just and, and just one of the last things that I just wanted to address is I really did not like the fact that they were switching Leo Collins and Terrence Steele. Like it's supposed to be some type of situation with Danny White and uh, Roger was and stuff like that. You don't you don't switch. That's not no commodity. I mean, sure you do that in practice, but you don't do that in a game, man. That's just it's really from a momentum of the team because one of them may be playing worse than the other one, and um, who oh, man? This is you know it's a live game. You can't do that.
0: Yeah, breaking up a little bit there, brother. Right, uh, man, final man. words.
13: No, nah, I was gonna say, man, I appreciate your show, man. I love it, and uh you have a good day. And I hope your Thanksgiving was awesome,
0: man. Thanks, man. I hope yours was, was as well, brother. Guy and his stats says no, bro. Brother, do you understand they exist for a reason? I'm I, go back and watch the game. I did the show's called After Further Review for a reason. I I purposefully because of this weird group of y'all out there that that after that game, the first thing y'all came out of your mouth is Dak Prescott sucks because I did see that or this is Dak Prescott. Baba, said, Well, well he got to show up more than one quarter, huh? What. Did, I, did my mind mistake in me what I saw in the first half? So I said, all right, go watch this first half. That everybody keeps saying this guy didn't do crap. Oh, he did do crap. He threw two tutties. The one came back because they said that TP didn't get in and they eventually ran the ball in. But he led two touchdown drives. 11 for 17 for a buck Fitty almost. Was he perfect? No. And I will say this, and I've said this to you, Nobo he needed to be perfect for people like you and for a team that's so undermanned. If he's not perfect because no other quarterback you know, he's the only one. If he's not perfect, he's going to get called out. Cool. Call him out for not being perfect. But if you go back and watch that entirety of the game, the one the one throw that I have no argument about that you could say, "Yo, you got it. games online. Third and 7 in overtime. Rolling out with uh, Noah Brown floating, and he threw it behind him. There is, there's nothing to say about that. There, you got to make that play. You have to. But how on earth do you come out of this game, and the first thing is Dak Prescott? What? I, you know, I, and maybe I'm just giving too, too big of a voice to the minority, because I don't think anybody in their right mind is worried about the quarterback. So maybe I'm just giving, you know, I I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Nobo says he, he's not saying he sucks. All right, that's cool. You're not saying that, Nobo. But trust and believe me, there are people, grown men, making videos with venomous anger at Deck Prescott. People on these, you know, these internets, oh, he sucks, or he's not the man, and da 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 and all this other crap, man, That that for whatever reason, this man is held to an entirely different standard. Look around the league, ladies and gentlemen. I said this on Twitter. The problem is diehard fans usually only watch and care about their team, which makes sense. It makes sense. But you don't know, not you, but a lot of them know anything about the rest of the league. All they see is this, and because he's not A-Rod, because he's not Tom Brady, he ain't, right? He ain't worth it. Yada, yada, yada. You think I'm lying? Go look at my mentions on Twitter. Go look at them. It's weird, man. It is really, really weird. And if you not you, no, but, but if you want to jump off the ship of, of Dak, you think he's he, you know he's not this good quarterback? Whoever out there, by all means. But as Kevin Hart said, I promise you, Boo Boo. I'll give her I promise you, if and when he does get it done, don't come back. The door's shut. See ya. I feel like when it happens, when the Cowboys reach the promised land again, I don't give a dang who it is. I'm coming for Cowboy fans, and that's crazy. I shouldn't have to come for us. I should be coming for the for the rivals and things like that. But they respect the damn team more than you do. Not you personally, Nobo, but a lot of these other fans out there. I'm coming. I know. I see. I see. I'm right, and I see. I see you out there. I synced it. And when it happens, I'm coming for you. And that's all I'm saying. You want to get off the damn the damn ship? Get off. Please, just get off. Leave us alone. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> and there goes and there goes my computer. Look, my computer's over it. My computer's over it. Alright, man. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, tomorrow. So today I was going to bring up the, uh, I was going to bring up the stock up, but tomorrow we'll talk about some of those, you know, who played, who did play well in that game and we'll feature them. Uh, but we got to get right on to the saints, right? The saints are Thursday. Uh, should have a Koye back Wednesday. And, uh, maybe we'll look into the saints offense tomorrow. Look into the saints offense. Possibly. But I do want to get into some of our players that did play well. Today, the day after the game is usually about vending good or bad. So we did that. We did that, right? With that said, man, let me get back into the chat here. Daniel said there's going to be a lot of new Cowboy fans when we reach the promise. You know, that's how it is. You know, that is. Uh, I wouldn't pick any anyone else in the league but RQ, but I got a critique in a few throws. Oh, for sure, no, bro. I mean, he wasn't perfect. I told you that. He was 32 for 47. Like, he missed 15 throws. So, you know, that's 15 incompletions. He wasn't perfect, bro. And he missed the main one at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the game. Uh, Shane said Lamar threw four INTs. Lamar don't play for the Cowboys, Shane. You don't play for the Cowboys. There was a dude on Twitter that told me, Well, well, Aaron Rodgers is allowed to not be perfect because he has a Super Bowl win 11 years ago. Patrick Mahomes is allowed to miss throws. What? All right. I'm going to get off that. I really was trying not to get on that. (laughs) Frost said, "I'm gonna be too busy laughing at Eagles fans when it happens." That's what I wanted to do, Frost. Like, like I wanna, I wanna win this thing and, and fly up the PA after we do the parade, and and personally to all my family and friends, personally, just put the the ring on the middle finger and just show them, right? But it seems to be our own fan base are the worst fans. Our own fan base hates, and I'm not saying you, know, bro. You know, they get into this. I'm right back, right? They want to be right more than they want to win. I've seen somebody on there say, prove me wrong, and then when it didn't happen, just flat out went to town on so-and-so and 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 so-and-so. Frustration is is okay. I totally understand that. Uh, We're going to critique. We're going to talk and all that stuff. Uh, But be real, man. I mean, just just, just be real. And if you're coming on here saying your quarterback sucks, I don't even want to discuss football with you if he sucks there's only two good three good quarterbacks in the entire league and with that said I'm going to press this dang on button because I didn't want to be on this thing forever and I ended up doing it man appreciate y'all come on back tomorrow morning we'll wrap some more about this uh, we'll put a bow on this game and maybe talk about some good things that came out of it in regards to individual players and then we'll look forward to the Chiefs man look forward to the Chiefs appreciate y'all Yeah. Peace. And as always, shout out to my guy, Stevie Mac, the mod guy.
1: I want me some glory help.